0: Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show where every Friday we'll be covering another instalment in a classic horror franchise. Go to WeirdGeeks.com and Weird Geeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We are Tessalate. We Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the film's referenced, and no infringement is intended. Geeks. Geeks! 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 Hello and welcome back to the We Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment in the classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, and joining me throughout all this underwater fun is Alison Holland. Hi! Alexander Chad. Hello. Thomas McCann. How you doing? And nobody else, but I thought I'd put like a little comma at the end of that sentence <laughs> rather than a full stop. And Ali. Uh, because that's arguably too many of us. We are here to talk about all the Jaws films. We're going to be talking about Jaws 2. It was released in 1978. Gets a 5.8 out of 10, which is still pretty decent on the IMDb. Decent.
1: Rating, big drop off from the uh, the first one there. Yeah. A
0: little bit of drop off. The first one was like 8.3 or something like yeah, that, yeah. which, yeah, to stay at that high for that long is impressive but if you are new to us hello welcome please head on out to we are geeks on your social medias but more importantly there's nothing there so why don't you just go to your phones and your blackberries and your psps and subscribe for us rate for us it helps out a whole bunch because we do all this for free we don't do banner ads we don't do patrons and we're not going to try and sell you any
2: rubber (laughs) sharks
0: pregnant pauses
2: (laughs) (laughs) no rubber sharks
0: no well No I think there's shark at least, There's at least three rubber sharks that we Shark can use. rubbers.
1: Wow. <laughs> Dick Shark That'd again be already double Dick pronged, shark. wouldn't they? Enter <laughs>
2: Dick Shark.
0: Sharks have got the old double penis, haven't they, Allie? Shark fact lady.
2: You know, shockingly enough, I actually have not looked into their penis you never,
0: You never looked to shark porn? What's wrong with you?
2: I have been to a penis museum in Iceland, but I don't think they had any shark penises. They did have some whale penises.
0: Were they just single prong? Yes. Well, shark penises, I can't confirm a double prong.
2: Okay.
3: Why do sharks oh, have right. two penises is the first. Uh, basically, uh, that global. it can
0: always be the DP. Of the <laughs> <hub>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's basically. Oh dear. Oh dear.
4: Obviously,
2: Tom. <laughs> oh,
1: dear. Think
4: Silly question. Thinking through.
1: <laughs> There was like a Reddit AMA once about this guy, a human, not a shark, who has two pe- who has two penises.
2: I've seen that. Actually. Oh, I've uh, seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, and he yeah. like uploaded photos of it and just had people ask him questions and wasn't
3: yeah. he w- he was massively traumatized, wasn't he? Like he had a horrible life. <laughs> yeah, I mean apparently. Yeah. And they were both pretty good size too.
0: Were they both working penises?
1: Yep. He, yeah, had he, 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 yeah. Yeah, saying, he had a preference,
2: though. He was saying, like, if he's sleeping with someone. And that I think he also said he would, like, sleep with people with the lights out and you just don't notice. So some girls he just wouldn't even tell.
0: Fuck. Can you imagine if you found that out later?
2: you just, like, wake up in the middle of the night Wait. or in the morning.
0: Well, no, just, like, when the documentary comes out or something. Like um. I, slept with, I slept with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. He likes having the lights out every time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Funny, one night it felt different to the other night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm very much regretting making that joke. Mm. All right, what's happening? Yeah, subscribers, read us. blah, blah, blah. This movie is a thing. So before we like to talk about the movie, we'd like to look at the landscape that was. 1978 was a year, we can confirm that. And somebody here has a top 10 box office movies from
1: San Diego, <laughs> what the fuck is it? I've got that. <laughs> and you'll be pleased to hear our coming in at number 10. I think possibly your favorite movie it's certainly right up there halloween
0: it is one of my favorite movies it is now either drawn or just slightly under the hitcher is my favorite movie that we've ever covered on this show
1: wow there you go Ooh. coming in number nine the deer hunter we're
0: going to be talking about the deer hunter in a second so we'll get there
1: wow coming in number yeah. eight revenge of the pink panther
0: <laughs> i think i say revenge of the
1: sith for a second <laughs> how many pink panther films are there
3: there was a, wasn't there a Pig Panther in it's the box lot. office when we did the Jaws 1 show there was yeah, yeah. so they're keeping pace with Jaws Pink Panther yeah. and Jaws fighting dot. Yeah. Okay.
0: well yeah that's actually interesting because they were saying during this like you know how few sequels there were at the time uh, but obviously Pink Panther was yeah they were doing sequels for sure during this era
1: coming in number seven is a Jaws spin-off featuring Richard Dreyfuss reprising his role Cooper <laughs> 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 love it <laughs> So we'll be covering that film at some point too. Coming number six, Heaven can wait. She can wait. I was going to say is that what you say makes, to her
2: every, every time she, uh, she makes calls everybody you?
1: else wait. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> we're just—it's
2: very confusing for people who don't know that we have a friend named Heaven. <laughs>
1: friend named Heaven <laughs> Coming yeah, five, name Lee. Coming in number five.
0: Every which way late to everything.
1: Every which way but loose.
0: Classic, apparently.
1: Coming in number four, National Lampoon's Animal House
3: yeah actual classic actual yeah, classic good one
1: toga weren't you saying the other week or was it just in private conversations that you wanted to have a toga party yeah
0: no it was just me texting you photos of myself so <laughs> <in> this- <laughs> yeah i've always wanted a toga party i remember being at film school with tom but we weren't involved in these conversations together i could see from his wrinkled brow <laughs> and to my uh do you remember my housemate charlie yeah yeah, and I was constantly trying to convince him to throw a toga party. What, but what,
3: what constitutes a toga party other than just wrapping... It? So are you, you're naked and you just wrap like a bed sheet around yourself?
0: Basically. I yeah. guess it's like one nipple is put, always out. Put
2: some leaves on your body, on your head. Every
3: other aspect of the party is the same.
0: I mean, it'd be nice to have some Roman gluttony, you know, right. know
3: I guess. Some debauchery, some like yeah. real hedonism, Grapes mm-hmm. and orgies, the basic, basically. Okay. Yep. Like,
1: <laughs> anything uh,
3: goes kind of thing. Yeah. yeah,
0: not at the same time though. Keep your grapes separate from your orgies. Yeah.
3: Anything goes, satin sheets, cotton sheets, silk sheets, <laughs> sweat anything at all.
0: <laughs> Just as long as you're in a toga,
1: yeah. that's the only rule. Yeah, and is there like a minimum thread count on the sheets <laughs> together? <laughs> Required anyway, moving on. Coming in number three, surprise, surprise. Our film Jaws 2.
0: Number three,
1: yep. Okay, coming in at number two, Superman. Ooh. And coming in at number one, the number <laughs> one film worldwide in 1978, with a total worldwide gross of 366 million, Greece.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's one of there my favourite movies of all time. There we around. go, Greece. Um, f- Forget your Halloween, Grease is... Uh, <laughs> Grease is... I'm not I mean, even joking. It genuine. is scary in a different way. Grease I used is to watch Grease every say. day, every day when I was a kid. It was one of those movies when you're a kid that you watch every day and don't get tired of it. Grease was on in our house every day yeah, after yeah. school.
0: Yep, when but, was legitimately the last time you watched
3: Greece? Like, oh, it was a while now. Like, I can kind of... I remember when it was, maybe six, seven years ago. I still Can't knew all, still knew all the words. Two.
0: Twenty-two, well, like, They never yeah. did a remake of it. That's no. crazy.
1: They no. did crazy. like a, um, but I think it was on TV. They did like a live like recording live. of the stage show. Yeah.
0: No, no, I don't. I don't count that. No, it doesn't count. <laughs> If there wasn't a storyboard made, I don't count it, Alex. Actually, I was
1: talking about Greece with my sister yesterday, and it's funny when you do watch that as a kid and you get older and you're like, mm-hmm. this is fucking raunchy. Yeah, <laughs> yep.
0: yep. Oh, yeah, it's the one horny little movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, It really is. And also the fact that it's all like 20-something-year-olds, maybe some, I think, are pushing into their 30s that are playing
3: teenagers. I mean, that, that that's a good hallmark of an all-time favorite movie, that you watch it throughout your life and you get a new understanding and appreciation <laughs> yeah. of it, and its raunchiness. Yeah you know like at some point i'll watch that as a 70 year old and just be like really disappointed and it was like this is an absolute disgrace the way these kids are behaving they should be so much more <laughs> yeah exactly done. this is a disgrace they're smoking yeah anyway. they're fast cars <laughs> and they're yeah. sing-alongs how did i ever like this filth yeah.
0: <laughs> well unfortunately we're here to talk about jaws too instead so before we get to that let's look at the spookies of the 1978 thomas mccann
3: spookies all right this is in no particular order i take it
0: you know what i've covered this list so many times before and alex has even parodied this list so many times before so you're just going to say them and take (laughs) us through it tom
3: all right okay first one attack of the killer tomatoes exclamation point that's an official part of the the title the exclamation point
0: yeah i believe so as you all know i love any movie that has punctuation i feel like
3: it should come after the attack like attack of the killer tomatoes
0: But then it's like a command, and it's like, attack!
3: Mm, I
1: watched this uh, for the first time at a festival in England where in the evening they set up like a cinema tent, and they were just playing B-movies all night. It was awesome.
2: Did they throw tomatoes at the audience members?
0: (laughs) No. B-movie is generous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a scene where they literally just roll about 40 tomatoes down a hill and then put a little sound of things going... (laughs) (laughs) over the top of it.
3: Well, speaking of punctuation, now, second one is Damien, colon, Omen 2. Yep. I'm not interested in
0: Damien's colon. Let's <laughs> move okay. <we've> right along.
3: <laughs> All right. You might have heard of this one, Dawn of the Dead.
0: I mean, Tom, this is you giving your opinions, and you have a slightly <laughs> controversial opinion on the classic Dawn of the Dead. So.
3: Uh, I don't like Dawn of the Dead. I, well, I, you know, I, yeah, I think it's one of the most overrated of the classic horror movies, and I think the remake is better. There you go. You heard yep. it here. Controversial. Another little movie you might have heard of, Halloween. I don't don't have a controversial opinion about Halloween
2: Al's definitely not wearing a shirt from Halloween (laughs) right
3: now Speaking of controversial I spit on your grave
2: I'm sorry I think you (laughs) forgot an accent (laughs) In that title
3: Ali likes to use a Russian accent For
0: literally no reason Because I've never seen him Go (laughs) on say it Ali
2: I spit on your grave (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Two Is it two
0: no, the first one. No, one. Oh, the, the first one. Oh, the, 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 no, the, <laughs> the first one. <Juan>. One. <laughs> you just turned into like a cartoon vampire suddenly.
3: <laughs> uh, we have Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Classic. Yep. Great movie. We covered it.
0: Apparently, they're doing a new invasion film, so we will be digging that retrospective out. Uh, but this is, well, I mean, talking of the best film we've ever covered, this is one of them.
3: Agreed. And this isn't because this is a film called Martin. This is also actually by George Romero.
0: Oh, well. uh, he did it the same yeah, and this yes, is a vampire man. movie, and it's actually a very weird, like, art house movie. It's not at all like a lot
3: of his other stuff. Mm-hmm. Something that is an art house movie, art house movie, sorry, is Piranha. Oh, Covered boy. it, boy. Mm-hmm. And then running it all <laughs> off is The Toolbox Murders. I don't like it, Tom. Don't like it. I haven't seen it, so I have no comment. Don't like
2: Me it either. at all.
0: I don't like The Toolbox Murders remake. I don't like the original. Don't like toolboxes. Just don't like them. Thank you Tom Appreciate right. it no. <laughs> I appreciate you talking to us about the stuff So well, hang on what's going on there So we've got, well, we've got Dawn of American Slashes I mean I know Black Christmas sure sure But Halloween like really you know making everything bigger We've got Piranha so we're still doing those Roger Corman monster movies the Killer Tomatoes I would fold into that stuff as well We're starting to get those sort of Rape Revenge films A little Getting out of that snuff kind of Feel era that the 70s had a little bit of That gritty griminess I don't know we're in a weird mixed bag of an era so into that they decided let's do a sequel to the biggest grossing film of all time basically makes sense right mm-hmm. directed by Jeanette Swak I mean Is why are they going to have such accent? difficult names <laughs> I don't know why people have such it's, it's impossible to say I can't say done loads of TV loads of TV movies one film prior to Jaws called Bug and would go on to direct Supergirl Santa Claus the movie a whole bunch of heroes TV shows Smallville Fringe Supernatural Bones Castle Grey's Anatomy still going still going wow. Written by Carl Gottlieb, who of course we know did Jaws. And Howard Sackler, who was a consultant on the script of Jaws, and also wrote Fear and Desire, which was one of, I think it was Kubrick's first feature film. DP'd by Michael C. Butler, who did Smokey and the Bandit Ride Again and The Cannonball Run. Music, of course, John Williams. Starring Roy Scheider as Brody. Hello. Lorraine Gary as Ellen Brody. You want to fool
1: around? murray <laughs> hamilton
0: as Mayor vaughn returning oh i gotta open the beaches jeffrey kramer <laughs> as Hendricks, returning we've got to open the beaches <laughs> fritzy jane courtney as select woman also returning <laughs> was that uh, that guy's wife no that's the one who in the first one was like like i don't find it funny i don't find that funny at all and meeting. now. She's in the fucking council yep. She's getting shit done she's, on, she's got her own trajectory I'm interested in her side <laughs> <laughs> like, Where's she off to? She's off to parliament um, Jovis Mascola is now here at Peterson He's been in a whole bunch of Well actually he's been a lot of the Bold and the Beautiful 476 episodes He's in some Santa Barbara Some general hospital <laughs> See if you can guess how many episodes of Days of Our Lives this man has done
1: I'm going to say 535 <sighs> That's pretty
0: hefty
3: 666
2: Allie Even 400
0: one thousand eight hundred and fifteen episodes Jesus. of Days of Our Lives.
2: <laughs> How many episodes have there been?
1: Yeah, I wonder, what the, I wonder what the record is for someone in an episodic series, especially a soap opera like that that's gone on for forty years. Or it. it's, al-
0: it's always funny because whenever we do the yeah the slasher films in particular, nearly every actor is like that's where they ended up was in Days like of Our well Lives, Boulder the Beautiful, like all of that stuff. Colin Wilcox Paxton as Dr. Elkins, who sadly passed away in 2009, but he was in To Kill a Fucking Mockingbird, as well as Is that
1: the proper title? That's yeah. the official title.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill the ones that aren't having sex. Just aren't. <laughs> and Dusenberry as Tina, Mark Gruner as Mike, and this was his first and last cinematic movie. A whole bunch of other people, but I'll be honest, I get very confused. There's, some, there's too
3: many. Too Ooh, many there's a lot of people here. Period. Don't forget yeah. Napoleon Dynamite as Timmy. Oh yes, I had him. Got Napoleon Dynamite
1: as well. That's great. <laughs> oh man, uh, this
0: budget was thirty million dollars. You might remember from last week, seven million dollars for Jaws. This was thirty million dollars, which with inflation, hundred and twenty million dollar budget. That's what this was. God uh, damn. Box office two hundred eight million, down from four hundred seventy million before. It's a little bit of a weird story though, how they got there. They didn't know they were going to spend thirty million dollars on this movie at all. Universal obviously wanted a sequel. They were going to push ahead with it no matter who was or wasn't involved. So producers Brown and Zanuck from the previous film decided, you know what? we Would rather be involved than see someone butcher our franchise. So they turned to Spielberg, who has been quoted as saying to them, making a sequel to anything is just a cheap carny trick. Oh, um, oh, and he didn't either. even respond, <laughs> which is why he did Jurassic Park 2. Yep. He claims that the original plot that they pitched him was about Quint and Brody hunting a new shark. And that was basically it. And much quint later though and he brody? did say quint and brody quint yeah. died in the first that the ghost of I know, quint? i'm just reading the stuff that they sent to me
2: <laughs> <Okay>. See, <laughs> this is this is a zombie movie does he come back from the dead
0: i don't know and also when people are like oh yeah spielberg said this it's like who knows what he actually said <laughs> he did say here apparently later that he would have done a sequel if he hadn't had such a hard time on the ocean production with the first time he had a miserable time very hard time making that movie so the studio pushed ahead with what would end up becoming an 18-month pre-production process, which is very long. Sackler wrote the first draft. It was going to be a prequel about the sinking of the USS Indianapolis.
4: Mm-hmm. Ooh, so it's
0: basically that would going to be, an be that story. Yeah. Which you can watch that movie now with Nicolas Cage and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but they rejected the idea because they were like, look, this sounds cool, but this is not Jaws, which I think is fair. Mm-hmm. And then they hired theater and film director John D. Hancock on sackler's recommendation so hancock you may notice this is not the director that we've just said was the director of this movie he actually started filming this movie in june 1977 but a month after shooting a whole bunch of things happened universal decided they didn't like his darker more subtle tone they wanted it to feel fun and adventurous at the same time i think i already like his
1: movie more
4: (laughs) well we'll see
0: because there are a couple of shots left in this cut At the same time, Scheinberg, who is like a CEO or someone, is a lawyer high up at Universal, suggested that his wife, who happened to be Lorraine Gary playing Mrs. Brody, that she should go out on the boat at the end of the film to help rescue the kids. Seems fair. Mm -hmm. Her kids, right? Zanuck, the producer, reply was, Over my dead body. Right. No woman's going to go off and become the hero at the end of the (laughs) film. 1978. (laughs) I mean, that's the implication that I'm reading into. This. I mean, at
3: least she got she, did, she got actually got a name in this one? Because weren't we saying last time that she doesn't? She's just wife in the she's previous Burry's movie. Basically, <laughs> whereas yeah. now she has an actual Christian name to be referred to. She does. So you know, pr- there's progress there. You know, if nothing else, she'll get on the boat. <laughs> at eventually. least we know her <laughs> <Yeah>. name, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Baby so
0: steps. So come on, don't Wait, what, are you, what are you complaining about? <laughs> 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 so the next draft of the screenplay didn't have this happening. And then Hancock, the director, he also fired an actress for the film who turned out, of course, to be the girlfriend of an executive at Universal. <laughs> so he was gone. He was dismissed. <laughs> then he's like, look, you're making it too dark. You didn't change the end of the film and you just fired my girlfriend. So off you go. So after 18 months working on the film, the original director was gone and at the time he blamed his departure just on the shark still not working he was like you would shoot a shot and then it would break the next shot basically and it was infuriating there's a
3: pattern emerging here
0: (laughs) yep so much like with the first film Carl gottlieb have you say his name was brought in to redo the script bringing in humor reducing the violence meanwhile we presume in a different room spielberg had been hammering out a screenplay based on the USS Indianapolis over Bicentennial Weekend in 1976. And he had decided, you know what, I'm interested in making this movie. But he was <laughs> tied into a contract with Close Encounters. So it was basically, he wasn't going to be able to make that movie for another year. And the producers were like, no, we need to get this going right now. So they just handed the reins over to not Swark. Who uh, the production designer had suggested him after being denied the right to step in as director on Jaws 2 due to various guild reasons. They had worked together on a TV series called Night Gallery. It was like bring in this guy, see so him on board, and they didn't have the script ready. So he started shooting the complicated water skier scene that we'll talk about in a bit first because that was going to take time. That was the very first thing he shot, wow. just that so they had time. Basically, for gottlieb to finish writing the script while he was shooting that. Wow. Yep, and his kind of things he added, he brought back Deputy Hendrix, he reduced the teenage feel of the film, it was originally much more about the teenagers, and then he tried to like beef up the remaining roles that were there. There you go, a bit of a troubled production. They built three sharks again, using the same mould as the first film, but the whole shark's apparently been left behind a lot in Universal and just decayed, so all that was left were kind of like the tubing. But the design and the mechanics were much more ambitious this time, they made a new head, a new mouth, they were referred to as Fidel and Harold, the ladder, which was named after another lawyer <laughs> and then they originally started shooting in martha's vineyard where they shot the last one and emerald coast but swark then took them to Navarra beach in florida for much of the shoot mostly because of the temperature of the water it got very cold up in martha's vineyard actors were having to put ice cubes in their mouth before doing scenes so that you couldn't see the breath coming out they completed principal photography three days prior to christmas 1977 i have a question I may not have the answer. You may have already said
3: this. I was distracted by noise playing outside. Why is Hooper not back in Jaws 2?
0: Hooper was also tied into closing counters with Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: So that was, it was simply, just it was scheduling? Like, was there a version of the script that originally included him? Do you know? I don't
0: think he would have done it without Spielberg. That's my mm. interpretation of when I heard them speaking. If Spielberg was on board, he would have been on board and they would have had to redo the script yet again. Mm. Roy Scheider, though, like he did not want to come back so what happened with him was he had just walked from deer hunter can you imagine this he walked out of deer hunter because he had creative differences <laughs> and ended wow. up on jaws 2. <laughs> he was contracted by universal to do a three deal picture basically, or three picture deal and they offered to forgive him for walking out on deer hunter if he just did this role on Jaws 2 and he was very begrudging about it he did not want to be there at all. I mean, to be fair to him, he said, "Look, if I'm going to do this, let's do it fucking right." So he gave it everything he could. But he really didn't want to be there. He was so desperate to leave the film that his lawyer claims that he pleaded insanity and went crazy in the Beverly Hills Hotel and just refused to leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he negotiated points on this one, and he got four times the salary that he did from the first film. So
1: smart guy. I remember I saw a thing. Sorry, just thinking back to Richard Dreyfuss in Close Encounters. I saw a one of those shows recently where you know actors go through their body of work and he was talking about that and i think if i remember correctly he was already speaking to spielberg about that role in close encounters through jaws of like basically being like i want to be in that film i think that's right i could be that wrong sense.
3: i could have made it all up
0: that's still in my head why i think that shooting Stars there like i feel like that was like a little easter egg for what spielberg was thinking about next kind of thing
3: no it was totally realer it was completely it was real, totally real. Totally yeah, real both shots yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so there you go it was definitely a prickly set and roy and the director did not get along at all at all he was very upset with him through most of the production does that transfer to the movie quality let's find out <laughs> but before we get into the film proper Ali, do you have any shark facts for us this week i do
2: i have four that's too many <laughs> i gave you a heads up in the first episode we're gonna have an attack fact we're gonna have a conservation fact and we're gonna have two fun facts to balance the somber facts with the fun
0: <laughs> that does sound like too much fun but
4: okay
2: okay well you can tune out for the second fun fact i will we'll start with attack counting attacks from 1580 to 2010 93 of shark attacks were on men and not women
3: most 90? people How, What 93 No way.
2: Nine, three.
1: (laughs) That's a little sexist, isn't it? Well... They were trying to get an extra penis. (laughs) Two's not enough.
2: (laughs) They wanted three. Most people and scientists and marine biologists speculate that this is due just to more males dominating and engaging in more aquatic sports. And as the number of women involved in water sports has been increasing, they've seen the same numbers of shark attacks (laughs) on women increasing. (laughs) so by no means do sharks just show a preference for the taste of men but
0: <laughs> to be fair hard to tell yeah like, i may mean be there's no way to
2: really test that but there's no evidence proving that that is a preference but this is a fun quote that i came across when i pulled this fact john west of the australian shark attack file at taronga zoo speculates that it's quote probably because men are more likely to do stupid things
3: that is
2: true. He then goes on to the interviewer, saying it reflects a historic pattern of more males engaged in marine aquatic activities, especially those that put humans most at risk. So that's just another way of saying males are more likely to do no stupid, stupid things. Seems fair. That's your attack fact. Your that was cons-
1: a fun attack fact.
0: Oh wait, 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 Alex. We're not at the fun fact. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> <what I'm saying.
1: laughs> don't
2: Alex try not loves to enjoy that one too much. Dying. Conservation fact. This is. A very bulky subject so what i will say is not going to do it justice but if you're interested in learning about more of this there is certainly no shortage of literature available so please by all means do some research while sharks have survived five mass extinctions including the one that killed off all the dinosaurs today there are more than 465 known species of sharks in our oceans Nearly one in four of these species are currently threatened with extinction due to human activities. Humans kill an estimated 100 million sharks a year. The biggest reason behind this massive figure is shark fin soup, which I'm sure people have heard of. It's primarily in China and Vietnam, contributing directly to the killing of almost half of these sharks. Not only is the killing of 50 million sharks a year, but it's also done in an extremely inhumane way. Most fishermen will catch sharks slice their fins off, and toss the bodies back into the ocean because there's no money in the rest of their meat. And the sharks are still alive when they're tossed back in. So then they just sink to the bottom of the ocean and drown because the only way they can breathe is by being propelled forward. And without fins, they can't propel themselves forward.
3: Do any of them put air canisters in the shark's mouth and shoot it with a gun?
2: Maybe. They might. I'm sure someone, at least two people have tried that since the release of us.
3: <laughs> I know one guy who does. Yeah.
2: But I do want to note there is a positive part of this. Pressure by marine life activists have forced a lot of people to take notice. More than 20 countries have placed bans and restrictions on shark finning, including the US, whose president, Donald Trump, reportedly had shark fin soup at a state dinner in Vietnam in 2017. But the Chinese government has they banned... They should have sh- given
1: him shark double dick soup, <laughs> <laughs> whatever.
2: Maybe they did. The Chinese government has banned shark fin soup at state banquets. Air China now forbids the transport of shark fins on its airplanes. And shark fin imports have decreased by 81% from 2011 to 2014. So that's positive movement. It's and
0: positive. people should watch Shark Water if they want to see a very good
1: documentary about yeah the shark fin black industry. So,
2: on to the fun facts.
1: Definitely need a double dose of fun now.
2: Now, see? Now you see why I organized it this (laughs) Well
1: curated, (laughs) Allie. Well curated. First
2: fun fact. Female tiger sharks rarely give birth to more than two pups, oftentimes just one. This is because the first shark egg to hatch in the womb will eat its siblings until there's only one other shark left. And they will then sit on opposite sides of the womb or continue fighting until there's only one left.
1: Amazing. No,
0: when you say, when you use the word sit,
2: or just, I don't know, that's what it said.
1: They just pull up a tray. Yeah. <laughs> and just stare at each other. Yeah. Across it's like an awkward disco.
2: This is. I love that
1: shark babies are called pups. That's awesome.
2: Yes, pups. There's two names for this the first one is intrauterine cannibalism, and the second one is the Hunger Games classic second battle
0: royale the third name
2: is battle royale yeah that's more of a you know shark fans came up with that one that's a fan name second fun fact the earliest known fossils of the great white shark are about 16 million years old the first known fossils of sharks or their ancestors date back to 450 million years it's pretty old they're pretty old hence unless you know you they've in Genesis, survived in which five case, ex- extinctions not true
0: ali <laughs> not true <laughs> yeah i think you mean a few thousand <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> those are your shark facts this week thank you ali we appreciate
0: no, it, not it not ali. they were great fantastic important and hilarious <laughs> we start the film underwater we get some little harp music two scuba divers hanging out title comes up they're coming across the sunk boat from the first film yeah the orca
4: Yep.
1: Yeah. At first mm-hmm. I was like, why is the boat... I don't know if it was just the settings on my TV, but I was like, why is the boat covered in fluoro paint? But it's just the <laughs> algae growing on the boat, right? Yeah, it's
0: just the beautiful, <laughs> natural colors of the ocean, Alex.
3: Yeah. Something that struck me actually in this point was like, so it starts and, you know, you're going through the water whenever, whatever. And I was like, where's the theme? Like, where yep. is the Jaws theme? And then it, I was like, this is shit. Is John Williams even doing this? And then as soon as it reveals the orca then the theme comes in, like it suddenly goes, ah, okay, here we go. Jaws yeah, theme I'll concerned. be honest,
0: we we're watching these a week after each other and I forgot the boat was called the Orca and it was the theme, which I it was a good illustration for me of like how music can tell you something that the visuals aren't successfully telling me. Hmm. Like that music told me mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this must be the boat from the first film mm-hmm. just because the theme like came back in. We see them photographing each other like a bunch of fucking selfie tourists, <laughs> even in 1978. And this is going to be a recurring theme with this film. Shark just out of nowhere shark yeah. just like fucking turns up <laughs> mm-hmm. like causes havoc which i think occasionally in horror films can be great because there's no like wind up to it but it's like zero wind up it's just like pfft, sharks there camera goes off and this is where i remembered because i've seen this film quite a few times but it was a long time ago i remembered like the predominant thing for me with this film is how obsessed they are with the bubble scream <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i swear to god they use the same bit of like audio over and over again
1: Oh, and you know another thing, when the shark turns up here, I'm pretty sure it's right at this bit at the beginning. They already add the shark raw. They really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's here. If not, it's a little bit later. And I was like, wow, all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what what they're going for. (laughs) That's fair. Oh, and that's uh, Chomp 1 and 2, by the way. Chomp
3: 1 and 2. I wonder if those guys, do you reckon those guys knew that that was the orca of the first movie and it's become kind of like a local, you know, diving thing
4: yeah you know, i think i take a out
3: okay I, my, 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 when i was watching suspect. this based on our shark facts last time i was watching a scene going these guys should be snorkeling because if they were snorkeling <laughs> they wouldn't be getting attacked <laughs> it's their own fault snorkeling you know? and
2: scubas actually yeah. that reminds me i had not an amendment but an addition to last week's shark fact that i forgot to say when we were discussing that great white's have a lot of trouble surviving in captivity, and by trouble I mean they die within a few days. In the 1970s, attempts at keeping great whites alive in captivity peaked because Makes of sense. jaws. Yes. Mm. Makes sense. Yep.
0: I mean, it was a good fact, Ali, but we're going to discount it because, as America has proven, you can't change an amendment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So daytime. Amity Island. Brody is taking his car onto the ferry. He's in a rush. Sunset is happening, he parks on this beautiful beach, enters a banquet. I gotta say, I kind of like this introduction of his character, like, going to, like, this big, like, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of stuff going on, there's music playing. You are getting that, like, flavor of Amity again, which I do yep. like the flavor of the island. Lots of brass, lots of people waiting by the pool. It's the grand opening of the Holiday Inn?
1: Yeah, <laughs> what was it? it was, like, the opening of something, but then it was also it was the also Amity scholarship, scholarship Fund. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, like, I was trying yeah. to read that poster and I was like, eh, I'm not going to rewind it. All I got was <laughs> Amity Scholarship Fund. <laughs>
0: his wife is there and I, I love this moment as they introduce Miss Amity to cut the ribbon and Brody just starts wolf whistling her and oh was like God. oh it's yeah. so funny <laughs> yeah
1: and then doesn't the mayor say to her that a girl yeah, it's yeah. so
0: uncomfortable because she can cut because she can cut Ain't a, a ribbon heart. okay
1: first thing I have to bring up how is the mayor still the fucking mayor of his town? <laughs> <laughs> everyone knew it was his fault for keeping the beaches open last time.
0: They got no one else to elect. Maybe no like The next election came around and it was like, I don't want that fucking responsibility. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. if there are two sharks next time? So oh, he just man. was just shooing. But yeah, very good point. He is not looking great, by the way, in this one. He's looking a little bit like he's had a bad couple of years. Well, he probably uh, has, has to, to be, be fair. To him, yeah. Yeah, to be fair to me, he actually had, like, in real life. He was in and out. You might notice he's not in this very much. It's because he had to, like, rush off because his wife was having a biopsy for cancer. So,
3: Hang on, in real life? In real life, Oh, right. Oh, shit. I feel bad being me. I don't think they
0: cut any scenes. I think he was still not going to be in it very much. But he definitely is, like... You can see things are weighing on his brain a
3: little bit. Did anybody else notice... I think it's one of the first shots. When he's speaking, the shot is framed and they have this, like, money tree. Like, they have this weird tree thing mm-hmm. with money notes hanging off it and the shot is framed with him in the middle of these notes of money <laughs> kind of framing him
0: <laughs> just like framing he's
3: like oh interesting right. okay uh, and it got me thinking about the whole mafia connection from the novels <laughs> like who's yeah. paying for this holiday Inn? you know the mayor the is on the t- tree yeah, just yeah. a front yeah Uh huh.
0: i do find it fascinating the companies that want to be associated with that stuff like holiday inn would like probably desperate like be involved with this film but like you say the way they're kind of portrayed
3: in stuff it's like I don't know mm-hmm. it's
0: like with Prada what was the company who were involved with that one Ali in the second Prada film it's fucking weird it's like really do you want to be associated with flying fish at your <laughs> resort <laughs> Anyway, we introduced this new character who I'm a little confused with. He's kind of basically the new mayor in terms of he's the evil character in this one. It, like,
3: I genuinely it. thought, it is he one, the mafia? Right? Like, is he meant to be a mafia guy? Like, for, Is that like going to be an in-joke for people who have read the book for the first one? Because, he, yeah, you never really find out who he is or what his deal is, but he seems yeah. to be important and he's he's got the mayor's ear. I thought he was in the first film.
1: No. As one of the townsfolk.
0: Hmm. I don't remember him. And I think, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Feel not. Free to Inver- feel free to do your own investigations. I don't remember him <laughs> I will at all. I don't remember
1: investigate.
0: Yeah, I kind of got the same feel that Tom did. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But he's just literally here because we need someone else to hate because we were all kind of slightly more sympathetic towards the mayor by this point. We're going to also be introduced to the mayor's son, Larry, <laughs> who's just doesn't look like he came from the mayor at all or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So like, this new character is also like they don't even do anything with this. A new character who's like let's just call him the mafia dude for the proceeds of this. But he's like. He's calling Brody's wife love And things like that And it's being all friends with her And you think you're setting up This like weird friction about it But like no Yeah (laughs) It's just gone
1: I was like are they having an affair Mm -hmm yeah
0: <laughs> and that's what you'd normally do it's like with The Lost World with Jurassic Park you took bits from the first book then you had to pull over into like the next film yeah. mm. so that's what they should have done is like rifle some other ideas from that first Jules novel and bring them in here
3: well yeah. I, I like that you have that shot of like Brody looking disapprovingly when that guy puts his arm around his wife it's like mate you were literally wolf whistling a teenage girl like yeah. 20 seconds <laughs> yeah, ago yeah but that was adorable oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so now we're going to start getting introduced to all these teens so basically we're getting like the kids of like brody's kids and the mayor's kids and a bunch of other people who are kind of and it's kind of weird because we are like animal house was just coming out this year like we weren't even really in that era yet of porkies and we certainly weren't in the era of slashes properly yet they were just starting to happen but we're just at that cusp of like teenagers were starting to become the focal point of some hollywood movies and you can definitely feel that pull here where they're like, someone in the production on this wants this to be only about teenagers, yeah. whereas someone else wants it to be about the characters from last time.
1: And yeah, and we definitely get that kind of wrestling of the two yep. throughout the film.
0: Which is the biggest problem with this movie for me. And there are quite a few problems, but that's my biggest problem, yeah. which is like, you need to pick a fucking
1: side. Yeah, it just yeah, gets to yeah. a point where
2: I, I'm normally pretty good with names. I don't know the names of anybody. I don't know who I'm focusing yeah. on.
1: There's so many, and I, it, I will get to it. Because there's a point where I was like... Have we even met this person? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. And this is less people. Like, they cut it down. There were more teams originally. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of teams are discussing going on a blind date. We've got, like, a handsome boy. We've got a bow tie guy. We've got a couple of sort of slightly dweebier guys because we know that because they're wearing glasses. I've got,
1: like, <laughs> we've got the mayor's kid, the cool kids, Andrew Garfield, who is the yeah. son, <laughs> and the nerds, Napoleon exactly Dynamite.
0: called him, Andrew Garfield? <laughs> Yeah, one of them's asking all of the girls out, one of the Dweeber kids. He's like, You know, the most beautiful girls are the loneliest.
2: <laughs> and his um, friend replies, saying, That's a crock of shit. And he's like, I know. <laughs>
0: oh, so fucking weird. Brody and Ellen again, all flirty again. And once again, she goes, You want to fall around? Yeah. It's like,
2: She's still got happening? it. She's <laughs> still cool. I love that.
3: Yeah, that was great.
0: I love it in the first one, but here, like, there are legitimate points in this film where it's just like that you're literally just trying to, like, recreate an exact scene from the first film. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I will say, as I've been doing research on what gifts I'm going to get you guys for this franchise, there are a couple of greeting cards or Valentine's Day cards from this movie. And one of them is, says, do you want to get drunk and fool around with them painted on the card? It's really cute.
0: <laughs> the answer is yes. I'm not getting yes. that for any of you because that would <laughs> be inappropriate.
2: But it's available if you'd like it.
0: Also, no present for you, Tom. You're in England. That's you get so, a right, present. I'm, I'll
2: ship you one. <laughs>
0: i'm liking that we get this nice atmosphere as we get dust shots out at sea the band playing in the distance and then we're going to see the shark under the water he was the director did say look spielberg did a hitchcockian thing which again i don't think it was on purpose because the Mm. shark kept breaking but of not showing the shark much in the first film it's like everyone's seen it now we're not going to get that impact and he already was aware of the fact of like look we're never going to be able to have that same impact so i think we should just show the shark like more throughout the film and to be fair to him other than some very funny
1: shots. It sounds logical from the on paper. Of the fin. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> when we get the GoPro shots, it's a little weird. Yeah. Because the first GoPro shot isn't explained as well. And it's like two feet in the air <laughs> <laughs> looking at the kid. And you're like, what is going on? I was like, but is the shot- shark standing up in the water? Just like, hi. <laughs> it's, sit- it's seated. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: shots top down no fruit or water i still think those work well like whenever yeah. you're like yeah. looking you down through the fruit or water it's the
1: silhouette. yeah
0: so brody's basically it's brody and his claims are like three policemen on this island now but it's basically him and his pal that's it they're going to check out a boat that's been reported missing we again introduced to all these teens and kids i'm so lost with who everyone is i barely recognize who miss amity was like and she's yeah. the only one they've really introduced properly yeah <laughs> like, other than, yeah, there's definitely one who's brought in a cousin who's, you know, not local called Jackie. And she's trying to, like, get set up with, sorry, Brody's
1: kid. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Michael. Uh, who, is it Michael? She, she by the way. Michael. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she is the worst actor in this fucking
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah. She, she takes it from monotone to, like, <laughs> a big... 10 at the end <laughs> like, she's just like, she explodes into life i <laughs> was watching it with katie
0: and we're a little bit also when she turns up it's like i get it she's the out of towner kind of thing but it's so weird like every guy's into because she looks like a 13 year old she boy. looks like, so she young <laughs>
4: so weird. i wrote
2: that one of my notes later like the scene where they're at the bar i was like wait how much time has passed since the first movie how old are they if they're underage yep. drinking, that's fine, but, like, let me know, because now I'm just really confused about where we are in this
0: world. And one of them turns and sees her and he's like, oh, I'm not interested because she's got tits like a sparrow.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell. So a thing I'm noticing here, and I guess this is going to, again, plays into this sort of wrestle between what type of film it wants to be. I notice the score as well. There's, like, a lot of this sort of wholesome kids' adventure sort of feel that comes and goes, which again sort of just sits in this weird place because of these shifting tones it goes, mm-hmm. bounces between. I don't know if you guys yeah. noticed that, but it was like, it, was, it really stood out to me this time. It was just how the score was was you really know, different and how it was utilized.
0: In the last film, there's an underline where it's like, here's a horror film that feels like a slasher. Now it turns into an adventure movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, here it's just like bouncing back mm. and forth between the two. And I've, I'm sure it could work. But yeah, it's not working for me. Again, I just want to focus. It's like I was recommended by a writer friend of mine before seeing this. He was like, look, if you're going to rewatch yours too, just watch it and pretend the shark is Jason. And that's how you watch this movie. This <laughs> is like a Friday the 13th movie, basically. And, yeah. Which I'm into those. So I'm like, sure, that sounds cool. But I was like, I can't even do that because it's so pulling against that so much of the film but
3: that's how i feel i've seen this movie once like a long time ago or maybe a couple of times when i was a kid but like that's how i find this whole introductory scene you know when you're like meeting all these characters and you're like who what who's this person? you can't track them but in my you know horror watching head i'm like it doesn't really matter because they're all going to die because it has such that sort of classic trope that we're used to of like here's all the teenagers they've got basic really one-dimensional character types but it doesn't really matter because they're gonna die eventually. So like in my my brains kind of already shut off. No spoilers, but that doesn't necessarily happen, but it's funny how it, you're watching it with those tropes already, you know, expecting certain things to happen.
1: Uh, yeah i agree with that too but the thing that i struggled with within that it was like pick your teenager that we're Mm. gonna back yeah Mm -hmm. which it sort of does but then later on maybe takes that person out of the equation when it kind of (laughs) will
3: will get to
0: yeah yeah you're Um, watching a slasher film and you know who your final girl is but yeah Yeah. yeah, is is, is
3: it just me or does it not really solidly establish who Brody's kids are like i feel like it took me a few scenes to really get oh shit that's such and such from
0: i think they think that they have
3: but it's Uh, confusing yeah yeah
2: it's because sure. the number of teenagers that are here and none <laughs> yes. of them really have distinguishing qualities that yeah. that
0: it's fine having that many surplus but you gotta like yeah focus
3: yeah on
2: either the four. movies about them and do a proper introduction so we know who they are or yeah. don't mm-hmm. show them plus we, yeah
3: we have no idea how much time has passed like at no point does it sort of give you any indication of how far we are from the first film yeah no
2: it's confusing and i would love
0: like think about that first scene in the first film when you're on the beach with all the teenagers like let's have it the whole film like that then let's like i would hang out with those sort of characters and be yet yeah, being more teenage slashery in amity you know after like this stuff has happened and you've got like sure you can have Brody then in the background as this sort of over cautious cop who's shooting at the water <laughs> <But> <laughs> i do want to put out that actor did later on say he ad-libbed that she's got tits like a sparrow and he felt really bad about it so <laughs> i do want it to be fair to him his
2: friend responded in a negative way yeah. so at least someone was keeping him in check
0: it must be really hard if you're an actor, though, and it's like, yeah, you get to ad lib a little bit in the scene and you're trying to be character, but then afterwards you realize everyone's judging you as if you, that, <laughs> that was, was yeah, you as like, a person that came up with can't that. I can't believe
1: you said that, you prick.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: like I was being a character, man. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, Brody's back to dealing with small town nonsense. And his cop buddy comes back with the camera from the abandoned cruiser that they found. Again, bless them, they're trying so hard to get the same vibe. Like, I do feel they've yeah. studied that first film mm-hmm. and they're really trying to get those beats right. So, yeah, we're going to get lots of shots of just people floating f- around in the water. Someone's out on a weird pulley system that they just keep dunking them in the water.
1: Yeah, he's like a dunking piece of bait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which the shark nearly gets him. This cool shot of the fin flipping, like, after it like nearly gets yeah. him. It's,
3: it's Sorry, nice. Al, did you forget the bit in the, the cop? in the police station when people are complaining to Brody about the various things that are happening in the town. Have we got there yet?
0: Yeah, we just passed that. What happened? <laughs> the
2: the, the <laughs> dancing just, girl in the window. Yeah,
3: it's like this guy. <laughs> this old <laughs> fella is like complaining to the sheriff about a girl dancing in a towel.
2: Teasing his son. <laughs> distracting his son. That's right. <laughs> She's dancing. And Brody's like, okay, dancing, got
3: it's it. Like, <laughs> well, like, I just, I just find that was so bizarre. Like of all the things to include, that's a problem in Amity.
0: Last time it was karate yeah. chopping the fences. Yeah. This time it's dancing girls. What's
2: interesting is that if you read so many books on feminism and how like young girls in school are are taught that they're nothing but a distraction to men, that's exactly what this is playing <laughs> yeah. into. It's like, that's tell her a... she needs to stop dancing. It's yeah. distracting my son. Yeah. Like She's in her house. She can do what she wants. Tell she your son is. to stop yeah. looking it's... through her window.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's of like you should have said, uh, that whole scene is is a very obvious and deliberate attempt at recreating that same feel from Mm -hmm. the first but it's just so clunky it's so (laughs) clunky and yeah it's just like what could be the most natural real thing an old man might come to complain
3: about and they go with that and i like the fact they come back to it like he says it once and then the scene continues and then they come back to it and he's like reiterating like please mr brody like you've got (laughs) to do something this is just you know my poor boy (laughs) which <laughs> poor, poor
0: yeah. just makes me think of friday the 13th part four where tommy's like in bed perving on his neighbors mm-hmm. do you remember that Tom? yeah and the mother light like, comes through and just like shuts the little blinds and was like oh <laughs> <baby son," laughs> with a smile
4: <laughs>
0: yeah oh these movies all right so yeah we're now with the woman water skiing again the very first thing this new director came in to shoot and the poster and i will say because this is the only if you look at the original posters this is the only one where the shark looks different from the first film it's got a different face but I do like this poster of the water skiing lady with the mm. shark head rising up behind mm-hmm. her so we cut to we're with Miss Amity I think I get a little confused with her boyfriend who's definitely not hot enough for her they're making out in the sand dunes
1: he just wants in to North. jam man just wants to play his guitar and <laughs> jam
0: <laughs> and then she runs over the bank towards the water ski again like that's just I do really like just these locations and the vibe of some of these places like the feel is cool Mm-hmm. and there's an old lady who's just got her beachside property she's watching the water skier as well and we get this fantastic shot as the shark emerges alongside her oh, um, I love that those fin
1: yeah. shots in this bit it's really cool
0: yeah really well I mean also an improvement of this film of the first one is the motorized speed of the shark can yeah. go when it's fins out of the water it looks really mm-hmm. cool yeah. although there, apparently there's no what's the back fin called there's the dorsal fin and then the uh, whatever the back fin? fin of the yeah. shark is the, uh, the, yeah, the butt fin. fin. <laughs>
3: the teal fin. The Tesco
1: tell that.
0: Yeah, the teal. That's not here at all. And not in one shot this movie. It's always just the main fin.
1: Mm. But they're also, I've noticed like at this bit particularly, they seem to be cutting more real footage in. Yeah, of the sharks,
2: I noticed the same thing. At least in the beginning, it goes away for a bit. And then it comes back like for one <laughs> yeah. shot at the end.
1: Yeah.
0: They did the same thing. They had a team in Australia getting yeah, real shots of sharks underwater for it yeah and i I, yeah that's actually a note i have written down here it's like they should stop cutting away to these real sharks (laughs) (laughs) just like it's just if we're gonna go with the big monster rubber shark then let's just it just
2: makes it that much clearer how fake Mm -hmm. the (laughs) the rubber burn victim shark is
0: (laughs) so in a hilarious scene water skier gets got (laughs) oh so that's where
1: that's where they added the raw no, it wasn't ah. at the beginning. No, it's the
0: right. notes. That makes sense. Where it like comes up and goes, it's
4: like, No, <laughs> why? This is
0: also where we get the first GoPro on the shark's head. <laughs> as it then just rams into the motorboat and tries purposely to tip the woman <laughs> off of the boat. She then pulls up a can of gasoline <laughs> for literally no reason. Spills oh, it all over herself. I think she was and then trying
2: to spill it on the <laughs> shark or the boat but yes it goes just straight down
0: (laughs) and then she's like you know what's good now that i've covered myself in gasoline while the shark is legitimately Mm -hmm. just (laughs) attacking my boat i'm gonna pick up a flare gun (laughs) and shoot it and then surprise surprise everything goes on fire she blows up the boat blows up and the movie's Um, over and And that's it okay so 25
3: minutes and that is your that is your film well goodness. yeah (laughs) so quick
1: quick question guys i've got chomp three water ski lady does gasoline lady count as a chomp because i've got it as chomp four
0: yeah could i feel this was Brucey's intentions He's like she
1: looks like a panicker (laughs) all right we'll we'll put it down gasoline lady chomp four
3: (laughs) can i say this is by far my favorite part of the entire movie this scene is by far and away the standout for me of this because i d- was not expecting that I, again i've seen this before but it's been a long time ago i was not expecting that and just it just keeps up in it like you say you know the friend gets got <laughs> and she's like right she's looking over the side of the boat where's my friend gone i was like in the first movie this scene would end now you know like where's my friend going it's like but if it, i was thinking this is a sequel therefore the shark would jump out of the water and bite her head off But then doesn't even do that it attacks the boat she pours like it just keeps getting crazier and crazier it's like this is absolutely insane like who came up with this sequence of events and then it ends with this massive explosion and for all intents and purposes the sharks dead you're like wow 25 minutes in you've ended the second the second film has got to the point where the first one has ended with a massive explosion and the sharks blown up and at that point i'm like fully on board like this is (laughs) <laughs> totally taken off. better than the first. Like, you know it, it's just a really interesting decision so much for the building gradually up you have such an extreme scene so early in the movie and yeah you've just seen the shark have blown up it's like okay well what's gonna happen now I thought it was excellent
0: I agree I agree in that yeah you can't do the subtlety like the first one like you said so let's go fucking crazy yeah. and if you're gonna go crazy and have fun then let's go crazy and have fun it does raise the problem of where do you go after this <laughs>
3: well, yes I mean but it never reaches these heights again I was like I'm standing up and applauding that scene you're like, this is incredible and you know and, and if-, <laughs> if
0: this feels forced it's purely because it was this was because they wanted the shark to have a scar in it's face I love it so it's it looked like, more scary so they forced boy, entire looks. situation
2: the scar looks terrible the first time I we see the scar it looks like he was clawed by a bear like it does not <laughs> yeah. look like a burn scar but tom to your point when you think about it the orca looks oddly intact for the explosion it experienced in the first movie
3: that's true that's true. When it's true. at but, the
2: bottom of the ocean but and the,
3: Alex, orca, the, orca, yeah, the orca survived but then the orca was okay because brody was on it because then he would be dead
2: no, and they. He sw- the... It's sinking at the end of the movie. He uh, swims yeah. back with the. He and Hooper swim back on the barrels.
3: But it survived the Min Shark explosion, didn't it? Kind of. Better than mm-hmm. this one.
2: Maybe the know. majority of it was underwater. Mm, yeah. Alex, I'd like yes. you to keep track of the <laughs> sex yes. of all the Chomp victims, so we can see how accurate it is to this ninety-three percent. You got it. Right battle.
1: now, we are. Right now, we are two for two. Interesting. So not quite
3: 95% Not or whatever. quite <laughs>
4: accurate
1: <laughs> This shark's working on a quality alley I
3: mean
0: oh, that's, no.
2: they're you know So progressive they're showing a woman On a waterboard
0: Exactly. Mm. I know Alright so Brody he's on the scene and I love this This is one of many shots of him just looking at the ocean like
4: I mm, wish suspicious. I weren't scared of you
0: I know what he's hoping to see Just like looking at the ocean in a sort of challenging way
1: <laughs> He's so much more tanned in this one Yeah I noticed that He's so
0: tan And wiry Like he is a wiry I mean he's like When he takes his top off He's got you know Good muscles and stuff But he's a wiry fucker Yeah Brody's only uh, a cop And a a sailor man You know Trolling to see for clues
1: (laughs) The deputy is the same Deputy from the first one right Yeah I thought so Yeah he's so over the top In this film Mm. (laughs) They've like They've handed him more lines And he's like I need to get a job on a soap opera after this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Days of my life. I am bold and beautiful.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Oh, my God. So now we got a point where they're like, they're trolling
0: and they hit something that drags them back. So, of course, we all think it's a shark. But no, they bring up a plot point for the
1: <laughs> end. Yeah, it's so funny. So, like, obvious. This so huge obvious power point.
0: line. Well, I'll probably put that back down there. We might need it later. <laughs> <laughs> back at Brody's house. They are basically in a Cheerios advert. Yep. And
3: the smoking uh, advert. <laughs> it's like, your third smoke of the day? I'm having coffee. It's like, yes.
4: <laughs> I'm loving
0: it. it with this bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is where it twigged. It's like, oh, the handsome brunette boy is his son. Mm. Like, I had no idea until this scene. And he warns his kids, be careful. Tina, she's messing around with her boy when they find a killer whale washed up with a big old bite taken out of him. Two. Two big bites, that's true. Brody... Turns up, of course, with a specialist who thinks that it could be a sharp bite, but she's not convinced. Basically, again, replicating the first film. Yeah, she's
1: kind of like the Hooper of this one, right? Hop—is it Hooper or Hopper? I keep getting mixed up. Yeah, she
0: never Yeah, I was back. hoping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I she knew never that she wouldn't, back. but I was hoping originally. Like, when I was watching this, I was like, "Man, it would be cool if, like, yeah, they had a new Bond and they did something because yeah. you need that like that counterpart to Brody." Yeah. and in the first one, we had two counterparts, and in this one, we got no yep. counterparts.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, he's obviously convinced gotta be sharky and she she then drops a little line here of like sharks hone in on irregular sounds
3: yeah i thought like do you not think at some point in his relationship with hooper and being stuck on a boat with both hooper and quint for what two days maybe mm-hmm. that the fact that sharks are attracted by sound would possibly have come up in conversation yep. maybe at some point
0: I think they're just trying to like. I think this is more for the audience if they forgot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i am And I mean, the sound thing's another plot point for later as well.
4: Yep.
0: Well, this is the thing. Here, I think we get the most important part in the Jaws franchise. Because, like, the problem with the Jaws franchise, I do, I've, honestly, because look, look, you look at Jason, you look at anything, it's like, sure, whatever. He's a zombie now, whatever. He can't die, whatever. With Jaws, they blew him up. <laughs> like, yeah. exploded. And in this one, Brody's clearly twigging early. Like, we've got another fucking shark. There's another fucking shark. And he... Like, there's no possible way this is on anyone else's brain. That Not that it's not another shark, but that it might be a shark that's out for revenge
4: yeah, <laughs> because
0: <yeah>. the previous <laughs> shark was... Killed. Nobody else other than Brody is possibly considering that. And he just, like, flirts with that idea and she just turns to him and says, sharks don't take things personally, Brody. As if, like, that's a natural place for the conversation to go, oh, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Maybe the cousin is pissed off. There have <laughs>
1: Yeah you know and that's when I heard that line I was like oh I wonder if that's where the whole thing came from from my sister when I was a kid that was like this is the older brother shark coming back and then the next one's the mother shark and then we get the dad (laughs) shark and then I was like looking through the names then I'm like Jaws for the revenge like that's a crazy Hmm. name in itself like yeah and I, I didn't know that they had this line in here which then kind of starts playing with that idea which is just insane. I mean, we will get there as we
0: go through this franchise, which is why I'm more excited about next week and the week after. But this is kind of touches on... We will learn that they do take things personally. This this
3: kind of touches on something that I know that I have about this movie in general. It's like, talking about what sort of movie it wants to be, this would almost work if... Because the movie almost kind of flirts with the idea of this is a film about Brody's paranoia and almost post-traumatic stress disorder. So you could almost believe that if the movie was about that, him having this completely irrational, paranoid idea that, yes, there's another shark out to get me because I killed the... You know what I mean? Like, you could almost mm-hmm. make that believable. But, you yeah, know, the movie doesn't do that.
0: I think it's a really interesting film in here. <laughs> <laughs> nah no, I just don't think this is it. But yeah. No. The pro dealer. He goes to see Larry the mayor. At <laughs> all, Larry. Who doesn't believe him, of course, because what else is he So, gonna I wrote
1: do? in my notes here. And I don't know if it's just because we, we're we coming off the back of the last film. But I think it's like, can the audience go along with this idea that the mayor's going to be so stupid mm-hmm. and cavalier again? Yep. And even then the council as well. That it's yeah. like, we've come off the back of a film where this has happened in this town. Yeah. Yep. And we've got people from this town saying, no, don't worry about it. Like, is that...
0: that's why we introduced the new evil character have him go to the mayor and the mayor's like oh my god we got another shark is it the cousin and then go to the other (laughs) character and have that guy be the one who's like so be stupid you know the mayor yeah yeah i will appreciate in the scene we're going to get in a little bit the mayor does look sympathetic he looks like he Mm. cares about brody he looks like part of him might even believe brody but he's still a businessman and yeah we've now got these big wigs who have sort of moved in or whatever to take over control so this scene's just weird because it's like, why repeat this bullshit? This yeah. yeah.
4: Uh.
2: Especially in a town this small, the entire town knows what happened in the first movie. That was news yeah. for everyone, so everybody would be having the same PTSD that Brody's having.
3: Mm-hmm. I, and I, I put that in the middle. It's like Larry Mayer actually says, "Don't press it this time." And I was like, "But it was him pressing it last time." That, like, <laughs> yep. Fucking and he was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. was right. yeah. Brody was <laughs> right. Like, what are you? <laughs> just yeah, it doesn't make any sense.
0: It makes absolutely no sense one of my favorite scenes in this movie is actually this scene where brody wants to get a piece of wood he could see in the Mm. ocean but he's too scared to get into it yeah (laughs) this is like one of the only scenes where honestly like i feel like you get a little bit more into his like you're saying that psychosis Mm. in him and like his fear of the water being even worse now than it was before we get some sharky music as he enters the water obviously (laughs) further as soon as he enters the water piece of wood is way further out than it was yeah Yeah. my chance and he grabs it, turns it over. There's a dead body attached to it with doing the head out of the boat shot, basically. They're hitting all those beats. I didn't even bother to check the times. I'm pretty sure the times would even match up, you know.
1: Oh, and this is where things. we get the first GoPro shot the, like, fin GoPro shot.
0: The fin yeah. We yeah. already had one on the top of the head, but this is the fin yeah, GoPro. The yeah, the fin GoPro.
1: Because I was like, that's a little high out of the water because it's, like, <laughs> looking at him.
0: And then we cut to him, In this very strange scene where he's just putting cyanide into the tips of bullets.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of found this scene therapeutic because he's just like <laughs> going about his business just it's beautiful dripping wax mm. on the top of each bullet I it's was like, like this is very relaxing it's like he's done he's
0: this good, before mm. good wax placement yeah, yeah yes. and then this long like scene of his cop friend who's just like can't stop staring at the desk for the entire scene it was as if he was given one direction and one direction only Is you're curious about the desk <laughs> he's like alright <laughs> I'm going to go with that for the rest of the scene.
1: I wrote right here, they've given the deputy too many lines in this film.
0: <laughs> and yeah, well, also not enough. It's like this weird balance of like, either have lines or don't be here. His kids are playing Pong at home. Classic. Classic Pong. Cooper, apparently. So he's trying to get in contact with Cooper and we don't actually get to even hear Cooper's voice. But apparently he's out on that fabled Aurora that he mentioned last time. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, that's won't be in radio range until next spring how convenient could be an awesome plot point for a future movie or deep blue sea <laughs> I, got, I love this natural moment which i can only presume is a real outtake where he hits his head on the lamp as he's like walking upstairs because <laughs> he looks pissed <laughs> he like turns and he's like Fuck it. <laughs> and he's hiding these bullets which again i don't do the bullets really have any relevance to
3: anything well yeah they're <laughs> the ones that he shoots into the sea right? Sure, but does it matter?
2: I don't, yeah, I don't know that it makes... They could just like, be what bullets. Is, well, yeah.
3: M- maybe. What's the liquid
2: meant to do? Well,
1: I guess because from the first film, whenever they shot the shark, it never seemed to have an impact. I'm sure. So I guess he wants to put the the cyanide on them, so... But it still doesn't poison. do anything.
0: We even need to see him then... I don't know. They need to have some impact on the story. Like, it does nothing. He just wastes them and that's it. Like, it's so weird. It'd be fine, again, if this was like the final bullet that he uses at the end of the movie or something you know Or well, like maybe, maybe it's kind of rolling off the boat maybe it's
3: kind it's, of just there to demonstrate that like Brody he knows his shit like he knows how to take on sharks you can't just use any old bullets you gotta put some cyanide yeah. in there you know gotta put some cyanide in there this it. is yeah. Brody
1: 2.0 yeah like he's, exactly he's, he's upgraded
3: he's, he's upgraded he's, <laughs> he's
1: upgraded. <laughs> yeah. exactly. got a few experience points XP. yeah he's yeah. spending yeah. it in the right places he's, <laughs>
3: he's unlocked his new weaponry. yeah
0: <laughs> Ali appreciates all video game analogies (laughs) Uh, he's gonna he grounds his oldest son from going in the water and says you know what you can do for the rest of the summer you can paint some houses next day everyone's playing out on the beach having a good time we get a very strange shot of three women's asses.
1: this bit goes for ages the good times (laughs) at the beach it goes for so long it goes for
0: a long old time and the music just isn't right for any of this at all it's so weird in this scene Investor Man Mafia Dude he's with Ellen selling to more investors i don't really know what they're doing selling estate i don't know something it was,
2: yeah it was real estate in the first movie slash book
0: there you go and she spots brody up in his watchtower and everyone's immediately oh my god you see brody's in this tower he's <laughs> and, looking and they're like nobody let anybody notice so the way they do that is all by staring at him <laughs> and constantly pointing and talking
4: about <laughs> it <laughs>
3: Well, see, the thing, the thing I noticed here, right, is like he gets pissed off because Brody's up the top of what they refer to as a shark tower. And it's mm. like, surely the fact that the shark tower is present there anyway indicates that there may be a shark problem or is there history of shark problem?
0: Well, There's no possible way to anyone looking to buy property in this place that you know I mean? hasn't heard it, of the yeah, shark exactly. problem they had two years ago or whatever. You
3: know, and the other thing I notice is like, yeah, you, again, like, touching what we just talked about with the mayor... Because he's like, oh, for Christ's sake, you know, he's up the shark tower. I, I made a note to us, like, Mayor Larry Vaughn could be in cahoots with the shark and he would behave <laughs> the same way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, he acts in a way that him and the shark are in it together. Like Everything he decides yeah, to do is in service yeah. of the shark killing his <laughs> residents.
1: It's like a, there's a missing seed where you know he's in like I mean? this
3: under, underground be a great cave. Twist. Because, because he's ignoring everything he learned cunning. from the first maybe. movie. And he's just like, for fuck's sake, just get the people in the water and get them fucking killed by the shark. You know. Like, have
1: you done my bidding? <laughs> yes, master.
2: He's, he's found a way to train a great white. <laughs> yeah. You know
1: we'll what would God have been actually a kind of interesting approach to, I guess, for maybe this sequel is... They're obviously just trying to recreate those beats. Like, we want people on the beach, blah, 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 and that kind of conflict. It would have been cool to show a town recovering, like you guys mm. were saying. Like, everyone would have known about this, right? Mm-hmm. What had happened. It would have been interesting seeing a town trying to recover from that and, mm-hmm. like, to rebuild the tourism
0: interestingly in the very first draft and the one that they was beginning to shoot with the original director where it was darker and more moody that's where it was everything was boarded up the shops were Uh, boarded up the whole town was like in ptsd essentially but part of the reason they couldn't do that was they went there to shoot it and martha's vineyard were like fuck off we're not boarding up our shops and our houses (laughs) and they actually made t-shirts saying universal get out uh, oh wow of that town yeah so they did try to go that route initially interesting. and I think you're right that would have been much more interesting or just a fun teenage slasher
1: movie yeah exactly other. but yeah.
3: yeah also like you know if I yeah given that people know what's happened like you gotta assume people there know the events of the first movie it's like I would feel much safer on that beach with a sheriff up the top of the shark tower than not exactly that's what you <laughs> say it's
0: like well don't worry we've had like two years no incidents because of this dude because, this crazy dude <laughs> <it's> standing <laughs> at
3: the top of the with it. cyanide bullets just or, ready to like,
2: hire another lifeguard it doesn't yeah. need to be the chief. Police, but that should be a standard yeah, for a yeah. town that's experienced what they've experienced.
0: So he does see a gigantic shadow under the water, panics, starts ringing Sharky Bell, and then runs down, pulls his guns out. People start screaming, starts he starts crashing the
2: gun around in the air. I know, he's just like, does not he's exude any calm.
0: <laughs> Shoots past some people running out of the water, <laughs> but then some dude's like, just bluefish, man, just bluefish. <laughs> And then we get this cool scene, which is definitely trying to replicate the one with him and the the scary scene for me earlier with him and his little kid. Where his little kid comes over, (laughs) played by someone else now, obviously, to pick up his spent bullet shells from the sand. There's a nice little moment between them.
1: It feels like there were more bullet shells than he shot.
0: Yeah. And they're all in one place. He's been running and shooting for a while.
3: (laughs) I just, I just, I found it really interesting how pissed off everybody looks, looking at him. You know, know, it's like, this guy's trying to protect you. So, what's the problem? And on the plus side, you got to see some like maniac cop just like fire off some rounds <laughs> on the plus like, side. But it would but it'd be funny, you know? Like, look at this complete nutter.
0: It's an insane situation. Yeah. <laughs> and I like to think that somewhere out in the ocean, Brucey is snickering.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like. It's yeah. all going to play. I paid those blue fish. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to Brody staring at his Amity. Man of the Year Award from 1975, which has a tiny shark jaw in it. Just looking at, yeah, you remember when I used to be something. <laughs> and then he's going to go and, uh, yeah, he's going to go and see these pictures finally being developed. Again, nowadays, you just check the digital card straight away and you would be fine. Got to go get those pictures developed that they pulled out of the orca from those original two scuba divers at the beginning of the movie. And of course, for dramatic effect, he gets invited in. Oh, yeah, I haven't developed these ones yet. Let's take a look, shall we? So they can neat. see what's going on. The first one they develop, by the way, doesn't stick around to see what's on the other ones because there might be better pictures.
4: <laughs> yep. Terrible photo.
0: Just the first one's all I got time for. Let's go. <laughs> picture's very blurry to some bubbles and possibly the corner of a shark's eye. So he takes it to town hall. And this is the scene I was talking about before where I do feel like the mayor seems a little, you can see the mayor's a little awkward. He's like, he feels it both embarrassed for Brody. I feel like there's some sort of friendship there as well. Possibly even when he looks at it, you can see in his eyes, he maybe yeah. even agrees. Yeah, but he's kind of been shut down by the rest of the board, who's like, no, and yeah, this is where we got the woman before she's now upgraded. She's now on the board, so good for her, love it. Meanwhile, the teens they're hanging
1: out at a bar again. We go to this and like, this is the film I want to be in. So I I looked in this because I was like, why are they hanging out at a bar? And yeah, in Massachusetts at the time it was eighteen, the drinking age. Uh, But even
0: then again, still some of them. Then why is it this big? Yeah, some were 17, when they? said so they are borderline. Yeah. I was going to go like, why is it this big deal? And then the mayor's son's like, uh, my dad's got some beer. Uh, we could take it out to the lighthouse. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that sounds like <laughs> a great idea. <laughs> beer.
1: It's like, we could just stay here and drink. Why don't we do that, guys? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, we're in a bar. <laughs> we're having a good time. And this is where the cousin, terrible fucking actress, she comes over. <laughs> Tries to get Brody's kid to go with them to the lighthouse at eight in the morning. He's like, "Fuck it, all right, fine." Uh, it's very, it's like to be honest, a very good kid. Like his dad seems quite oppressive, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's going along with it most of the time.
2: Does the timing of their plan and this scene confuse anybody else? Because I'm assuming it's nighttime.
0: Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they're saying like early tomorrow morning.
2: Okay, when I watched it i had been under the impression that they were like no let's leave the bar and go to the lighthouse on the beach instead i have beer
0: no he says uh, like yeah, let's go sure, out tomorrow yeah. morning okay. and then she says you're gonna come out 8 a.m we'll I see you there i was very yeah.
2: confused when they went to the boats and it was daytime
4: <laughs> right
0: right i think it's just like one throwaway line but yeah brody's been fired he's drinky drinkies and his cop friend is uh with his wife hanging out which again you're like is she having an affair with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of us <laughs> come on
2: we've seen she she likes to fool around
1: yeah yeah i love it if there was just a, it's like <laughs> yeah. different seeds of her you know, like speaking to different men in the town like hey you want hey, to you want to get around? it's just a line to everybody <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, amazing he gives his buddy the chief badge by the way we're halfway through the fucking movie now not much and happens is it for his decision
2: he was just fired but they're like yeah we still trust you pick who the chief is going to be <laughs>
0: I mean, it's his deputy, so I presume it has to be. I don't okay. know.
2: That's just the natural.
0: It's the Whoever health. gets pinned by the badge.
2: I mean, he's like the worst cop in the world.
1: Sure. Who, deputy I or I mean, no, sheriff. he's not the
2: worst cop in the world. No,
1: <laughs> I, don't I know, we should that. retract that statement.
2: In this movie, it's very clear that he does not want to be doing his job.
0: Yes, it is true.
3: At least he's not firing cyanide bullets into the sea, though. You know, like he has that going on. Yeah, to
0: that's from. the gradient yeah. in, in Amity. Yeah all right so his kid's sneaking out just before dawn and the little brother sees him blackmails him into going as well but it takes a little life jacket like a champion
1: they're like so well dressed for a day out on the sea yeah <laughs> like wearing long pants and nice button down and
0: well and this is the thing because this is where we get to where the movie should have gone to much earlier if this is what we were going to do we've got like five or six boats of teens i don't even know yeah I like know. every shot it's a different amount
1: so i've named each of the boats or the people God, in the boats. God bless you. So, because I call this section of the movie the teen slasher boot up. Mm-hmm. So, on one boat, we've got Michael, aka Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. with his friend, who I called John C. Riley, um, <laughs> and with the monotone girl. And then we've got his little brother, who I called demon baby brother, with the girl who I called 18th century sailor toddler. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Napoleon Dynamite mm-hmm. and girl Napoleon Dynamite on one boat. Yep. And then we've got Julian Casablancas, yes. Stroke Singer, and yeah. Surly Redface. And then on his own is Bob Geldof. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah.
0: fantastic. I couldn't even begin to keep track of all these people. Was yeah. I, it was just such a mess. But like then I can't like even later on, not. there's
1: more that, where I was like, I did not see that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I understand. as well.
0: No. i don't know how on the screenplay you write this like this is such a mess of things happening it must be a so ninth
2: boy goes on a yeah. boat by himself
3: <laughs> but like you said there al like you mentioned about the timing because i had noted this down because i remember like watching the first one last week when they set off to sea and the adventure music starts it's exactly an hour in and this is mm-hmm. almost the same I mean, it's just after an hour but you have the same almost the same shot of like Instead of one boat, now it's several boats, but they're all heading out to sea, and the music gets all adventure And And it's like, okay, now you're going to those same beats as the first movie. It's like, okay, now it changes. Now we're heading out to sea, and we're going to have this sort of shark adventure film. Yeah. Only at this point, it's funny because at this point in this movie, nobody knows the shark's there compared to the yes. first one. It's like, yeah. there's a shark, we're going to go get it. This one, it's like, everything's fine. There's no shark. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Even splitting two different groups of like, who's your lead? Is it Brody or is it the kids? Which is a stupid mistake to make. But yeah, they're like they're trying to go beat by beat in so many ways, but then completely missing the point mm. of like like you say, by this point in the first film, Brody and other characters have an incredibly personal relationship mm. with this shark. <laughs> like they've seen. And it do to each things. other. Yeah 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 yep. whereas in this one it's like spoilers but the first time Brody knows for sure the shark is there because he sees it it's the same scene that he kills it <laughs> which is like that's not how you build a tension or a relationship yeah. between yeah. these two characters yeah. it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. anyway anyway they pass a scuba diving class because we need some well fodder. I think because we need fodder but we don't even get fodder <laughs> scuba diving class We get like, are you shitting man
3: this fodder
0: like down there like we get this cool shot as the shark again just appears fucking just like it's just right there it's almost like he just turns around and it was just
4: like waiting with
3: his mouth open
2: (laughs) look at my scars with his ridiculous bear scar
3: i like to think the shark here is defending the honor of the lobster because the guy's like just sort of he
2: tries viciously
3: grabs this lobster and then jaws like like that. yeah that's
0: my
2: pal fred Mm
0: -hmm. the diver's bleeding which confused the crap out of me because they just seem to look at the shark and start bleeding
3: yeah (laughs) although he bites into his um
2: yeah, he yeah. like swallows yeah. a bunch of air. I explain
0: it later. But yeah, like he comes up too quickly. So he can't talk afterwards, essentially. So he can't tell anyone there's a shark down there. But no one else gets got a real missed opportunity. This is where I thought we we're going to get a bloodbath. Mm. But no. And no one notices the enormous shark fin just by the yeah. boat as they're <laughs> pulling <Yeah>. people out.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. More camera, more GoPro on the shark head as Brucey decides, oh yeah, teenagers. Brody's still staring at himself In triangle mirrors Being all introspective <laughs> <laughs> so fucking... At this point I told Katie I was like They've got a maid? <laughs> was like If that was happening <laughs> I just suddenly realised They have like a housekeeper Which is like doesn't Just doesn't really seem like a house Or a household Or a salary bracket That would have a housekeeper <laughs> But I guess
1: Whatever Hey he was man of the year 1975 <laughs> <laughs> part of the prize
0: <laughs> miss amity and her boyfriend they're in a boat again better get kissy kissy when of course the shark hits the boat i love that the boat is called tina's joy mm-hmm. yeah it is she
2: i mean she doesn't look like she's really enjoying this she looks like she does not want to be kissing him at all
1: yeah when he goes in for the kiss it looks like he goes in to suck her ear did you guys notice that? It was like really I just awkward. noticed her
2: face. It was like she like wasn't even opening her mouth. She was just like, okay, this actor is going to kiss me now. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable.
0: This shark, by the way, I know they're saying they use the same molds, but it looks fucking enormous. Like it it's looks so big. Huge. It looks a lot bigger. Which I'm totally in for. Like the yeah. old stupid shark.
2: It's a baby megalodon.
0: Yeah, essentially. So he gets pushed into water. He then gets got. And in a cool shot, I think he lets get grabbed and then like, We're behind him as he's pulled through the water very quickly and slams into the boat while she does nothing.
1: (laughs) And I mean, I like that bit too as well in the lead up to that of him being on one side of the boat, the shark coming from the other side and it's sort of this race between them.
2: Does she not know how to steer the boat?
1: No. She just stares (laughs) at
2: him and yells, swim faster. Like you're in a fucking boat. Go over well to and him. also
0: she watches the shark go under the boat so the shark is now on the same side as her boyfriend and she's still saying swim faster which essentially is saying swim quicker into, into the shark <laughs> enough, yeah and when he's then like on the edge of the boat, she doesn't even try to pull him up no. because you can see she's like, "No, I've already picked and you, my next boyfriend. I See I've moved his legs,
2: on. like he's intact. His legs yeah. are like trying to help him get up, and she <laughs> just stares at him. She's like, like,
0: "I don't need to deal with this. I wasn't really into kissing you anyway." <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, this actually makes things easier <laughs> just, for me. Yeah, I don't have to break up with you.
1: And that is Chomp Five, eddie Chomp Five,
0: we're getting the uh, males. So. He is, yeah, yeah adding three to males. two ambulance passes Brody and ellen as they're driving so he decides to follow it and it's for the diver who's came up too fast someone's like something must have made him panic out there
4: <laughs>
0: So once again he looks to see like i know what it was god damn it, the cousin <laughs> and this is where they learn that their kids are out there so they all head out on a boat towards the lighthouse they come across miss amity pretty quickly she's crying in a boat tucked into the corner and then just starts screaming shark. Shark, shark,
4: shark, 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 Yeah, she does. <laughs> she Brody's like, I knew it. That
0: I'm quite. in my cutoff shorts. I'm ready for a fish. <laughs> the
2: shorts are great.
0: comedy <laughs> yeah. accommodates the boat, heads off, gets on the radio. Yeah, so he puts the rest of them on this other boat that comes to rescue them. I like, he's uh, like, well, where's
1: the lighthouse? And he tells him, he's like, point to it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Which you'd think, you know, his wife would want to come with him, but we know the reason why she doesn't. She's no.
1: not allowed. she got. And I vagina. feel when you're out in the ocean with tides and currents, it's not as simple as pointing in a direction. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? I like, do know what you he mean. He would totally, and if he's not in any way, sort of, we know that his maritime sort of experience is very limited. I doubt yes.
3: that he would. <laughs> yeah, but he would get there. you're going to brood his maritime experience, right? You have got to think one of his abiding sort of experiences. Maritime experiences is, is seeing a man getting dragged off a boat by a shark <laughs> that, that jumps onto the boat and viciously cuts a man in two. Yet he discovers his boat where a shark has just attacked and he leaves his wife on the boat while he mm-hmm. just. Yeah. S- Much smaller just, than the yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, this boat's just being cut by a massive shark. Cool. You stay here, wife. I'm going to go and. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs>
0: I got to prove I'm a man. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: He's like, this yeah, is what you ridiculous. get for fooling around with everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, to be fair, though, you, you say he wouldn't know how to navigate the seas. He doesn't. The rest of the movie is him
3: lost. But it's, 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 <laughs> That's true. Mean, yeah. It's just this movie of like, or is this a movie about Brody's kind of paranoia? It's like, if, well, if it is, then why is he leaving his wife out of yep. his sight, especially in, at sea and especially in a boat that we know, that he knows has just been attacked? It just doesn't make any sense, yes. you know?
0: I know. The very muddled movie mm-hmm. <laughs> and it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And again, this is where things should be ramping up. Because a shark comes out of nowhere, knocks one of the goofy guys off of his boat. There's just no tension build though, it's just mm-hmm. suddenly like boop, there it is again. And yeah, this is where we get all the teenagers are being terrorized. The camerang gets flipped.
1: We do get some cool tracking shots with the shark. Do you notice in one of these bits the shark's mouth, like the clear like, Oh yeah it, it bends? In a really unnatural position.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. This is the most rubbery of sharks.
1: <laughs> um, like, yeah, it's like Wait a, a weird shape and then it like falls back down and it just pops back into... It
2: doesn't even deserve to be called mechanical. It,
0: no, it's insane. It, it's like one of those Boglins. You remember? <laughs> little thing, yeah? No No one remembers the Boglins? I remember Boglins. Like, yeah, what? yeah. I love Boglins. There you go. Yeah. You, like it, they're, they're like, you could like meld their mouth in different mm. shapes. This scene's insane. Every fucking teenager here like the shark attack happens and then all of them just two of them just capsize their boat. They literally just jump off of it while tipping it over. Other every other one just decides to like sail directly into each other. Which by the way, (laughs) that would have to have already been happening. Like the shark attacking doesn't suddenly make velocities change and directions (laughs) change. Like it's fucking insane. And they just do it so basically it's just like a line in a screenplay of like, oh yeah, chaos. Boats hit each other, so we're left <laughs> yeah. with like this little collection. But when you film it, it's like, oh, that's that doesn't work. At no. all. So, yeah, they all crawl onto the remaining boats. Mike is unconscious in the water, though. That's the mayor's <laughs> son, right? Yeah,
1: no, that's mm. no, Mike is. Is, is Brody's son. No, 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 the one oh, is in the no, water. No, sorry,
2: Brody's son. Yeah, he says yes. Michael. Oh, that's my. Okay,
1: so Mike. sorry. What's the name of the one who's in the water? And because that's the mayor, isn't it? The one in the water? No, no that's, that's
0: Brody's son. That's real. That is Brody. Yeah, yeah. son. Okay. So this is the
1: other thing for me here is like we've got Mike hitting his head, and like we've never really had an establishing kind of lead teen or even a final mm. girl. This kind of paints maybe Mike through the beginning, but now he hits his head, and then they're like, "Get him out of there." Mm. <laughs> yeah, I was left sort of feeling at this point where I was like. I don't know any of these teens. Yeah, like no. I don't know yeah. any of these characters. I mean, no, no, have you
3: not seen Napoleon Dynamite? It's a really good, really good <laughs> movie.
0: <laughs> 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 not, so I just have no allegiance to any of yeah, these people. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a fuck about any people. The ones who maybe I should have like amity, woman, she's already gone. The one who's the cousin, she can't act. So I just like it's so hard to get. And Brody's son is like he looks the part, but he just gives nothing. Yeah, mm. yeah. like it's just so placid. The one I guess I care about the most is his younger brother because he's the youngest one there. So he's mildly concerned for him. But you also know they're not going to kill him. So it's like, whatever. He's on an upturned boat with his teenage girl and they don't get him first for some reason. They're concerned (laughs) about everyone else. It's like, no, you would fucking get him straight away. So they use all these ropes to pull the boats together. Again, if it was all done better, this is what so much of the movie should have been. If this movie Mm. should be like an hour and 25 minutes of these teenagers like in this situation getting trapped like this, you know, you can make a much better movie.
4: Yep.
0: Brody, though, yeah, he can't find any of the kids, so he calls for the chopper again. They haven't even bothered to leave yet. <laughs> <laughs> so they say, meet us somewhere, and he's like, I don't know where that is. <laughs> Whatever, I'm just going to keep sailing. <laughs> so he gets to the lighthouse, can't see the kids. Meanwhile, we cut back to the kids. They're all bored. This stood out They're to just- me, I'm like...
3: I remember, I wrote this in my notes. But like, when you cut back, the kids are just sitting there. Yeah, they look genuinely bored like you've had that scene where all the boats are destroyed the shark they they know the shark's there they're in the middle of nowhere and we cut back and they're not even scared they're just bored they're just sitting around and then one of them suggests playing charades yeah (laughs) what do you know what I mean Like in the first movie after they encounter the shark properly out at sea like the whole thing changes, like the tone changes, like these are grown they're men, on edge the and whole they're time. yeah, and they're shitting themselves. Like even Hooper yeah. and Quint are like, Holy shit, like we've never seen anything like this before. Whereas these kids are just like, uh oh, yeah, whatever, cool. Like, yeah, it's a place you read. This is
0: nineteen seventy fucking eight. This is long before modern ADD well, you know, our <laughs> phones don't have we need to be on Instagram the whole time. <laughs> we yeah. gotta get on those TikToks.
3: But at this point in the movie I was obviously already getting a bit frustrated and it's just like when they're looking bored why am I meant to be scared if these kids don't even give a shit, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, this is where it should all ramp up and instead it's just like phew, a shrug. <laughs> Although that said, the chopper then finds the teens. They get very excited by this. We learned obviously earlier in some subtle dialogue that the sharks react to weird frequencies. So they make this point as the chopper's landing on the water, we see underneath the water of like the reverberations of it spreading out. And then the pilot, for some reason, decides to get out to have a chat with everybody. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, I'm going to tell you so they throw him a line. He goes to check off, And this is where we get an insane shot. But I mean, one of the best shots in a movie because like, yeah, let's go stupid. Of the shark coming out of the water, biting the chopper, pulls it into the ocean. His <laughs> blades then hit the ocean, splinter and fly past the kids, like cutting up their sails. One of them should have like sliced a fucking mm-hmm. kid in half. Like, honestly.
2: <laughs> they do that in Piranha if you want to see it.
0: They do. Then the shark begins to spin them all. <laughs> like, it's just fucking insane. And there's a cut scene. So there are deleted scenes in this movie. Most of them aren't worth watching. I have no idea why they cut this fucking scene because there's a little bit and it's only like 20 seconds or so of the pilot then trapped inside the helicopter upside down oh, yeah. in the glass as the shark is like coming at the glass. And it's fucking cool. Yeah.
1: That and like, that's cool. one of the best bits in the film. Why would you get rid of that? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting they got rid of that bit. He was chomp six, by the way. Another male. Another
0: male.
1: So we're four to two. We're getting there. One of the kids gets knocked into the
0: water as a little kid. The shark comes, gets the woman who's trying to save him as the cousin. Chomp seven. Who can't act shows why they hired her because she does one good scream. (laughs) (laughs) And suddenly, oh, that's why you hired her. Because she just suddenly goes like... She goes
3: nuts.
2: For the rest of the movie. (laughs)
3: Yeah, for the rest of the movie, she's just like... (laughs) At this point, I was just like, again, like, this is the sequel. Like, where is... You think back to that Quint death in the first one and how just visceral and terrifying it is. And it still hasn't really happened in this. And then when uh, the shark takes that girl in, like, the Navy jumpsuit, you don't even really see it. It's just gone. You know, we still haven't had that real, like, really scary, like, visceral shock of, like, gore, you know, that the first one did so well.
1: And, I mean, also at that point, too, with Quint's death, we're like... Invested in him and mm. his story. Yeah, yeah. There's already a, a deeper attachment, especially with that scene the night mm. before, where he's talking about his past, and it's just like it makes it even more visceral and impactful because yeah. it's like you care about this person, mm. and here it's just like yes, yeah, like you're mixing those fish elements into
3: your aquarium. It's like yeah, whatever, just like, to eat <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah
0: well this is the point isn't it because they'd purposely said they were pulling back the gore like they wanted to pull that back and this is the mistake that just hollywood makes over and over again it's like oh we had a first one that made 470 million dollars or whatever the fuck it was like the biggest box office hit of all time it had a lot of gore in it and then in the head they're like oh we can make more money if we go for an even bigger family like audience completely missing the point Mm, of why that movie made all of the money that it made
1: and then it's funny Um, because it's like We'll take out the gore, but we'll give you a bigger rubber shark with crazy <laughs> yeah. burns and scars on it. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Anyway, Ellen, she's back at, at land, so don't worry about her. She's fine. She gets to now just stand there on the dock and look out at sea, <laughs> just waiting for information to come at her.
3: Just wanting to fool around. Just wanting somebody to fool around. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> really, nobody. <Like, lovely>. The <laughs> <a> man. <laughs>
0: Brody's at sea, still looking completely lost. Uh, he tries to radio in, but can't make it work. So he almost replicates the first film. But like, fuck it, then I'll just break it. I tried once.
3: Like, would it, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, it have been, wouldn't it be nice? The signals? Like, if they had a thrown in just any kind of reference to him, like, oh, I wish Quint was here, or just something, just, yeah. you know? Like, instead of just half yeah. an hour of him slowly traveling to where the action is with nothing happening. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so fucking stupid.
2: <laughs> I mean, he climbs around in short shorts. What else do you
3: want, Tom? And, yeah, and he yeah. nicely d- bronzed, very nice tan. Yeah.
0: It begins to rain. Sean, the kid, is holding onto the upturned boat. The others are trying to get him to catch the rope so they can pull him back in, but he's not responding until someone shouts at him and says, I'm going to break your ass. He really, <laughs> he really doesn't want his ass broken. So
2: So he goes over to them
3: <laughs> yeah. to do, you know do what? the like, ass-breaking. Arse-breaking aside, or maybe, well, I find, like... We- <laughs> weirdly i find this scene like strangely effective like at this point in the movie i was kind of checking out i was like oh my god this sucks but then this scene happened and like i genuinely was a little i thought it was quite effective like the kid looks genuinely traumatized because Mm -hmm. obviously you would be you know like he must be absolutely terrified and it's the only time in the whole movie that it kind of conveyed sort of genuine threat the kid is there by himself and they're you know at this point in the movie i was just kind of almost jolted out of my boredom by like oh wow this is actually conveying emotion here like this kid would be absolutely shitting it and he looks like he is you know
0: i was not jolted out of my boredom but i hear what you're saying this but this is like the whole film should be more of this stuff mm. absolutely this is what it the level that it should be at at its lowest mm. should be this stuff so I don't, i'm with you but also like yeah and then he gets to the boat. And the curly guy's like making out with him. Basically. It's,
4: fucking <laughs> it's like so insane. weird. He's like <laughs> yeah.
2: trying to get closer and closer. I was like, okay, you can stop.
1: He's like, I'm really, I'm going for it's it. It's
2: really uncomfortable.
1: Very, uh, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I was watching out, I was like, because I've got an older brother. I was like, I don't think any of his friends, in whatever circumstance, would have grabbed me <laughs> to like kiss
2: me. Kiss me over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, I mean, this thing, I'm with Tom in that this scene is more how the
0: film should be. And it's like, it's definitely a pickup from the scenes around it. Like we get this crazy tracking shot as we go to the this blonde girl praying suddenly. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. And who was the blonde girl? I feel like yes. I hadn't yeah. seen her up until yep. this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I had not. I seen. She suddenly
0: where. turns up and she's in the rest of the movie now. Mm. <laughs> and she is like quintessential 70s teenage girl. She couldn't yeah. look more 70s. Yeah. And it's kind of, yeah, this is where it should be. They should be that traumatized and one of them praying and everyone's quiet and somber and stuff. But it is very hard to care when the geography is so confusing. I have no idea where they are. I have no idea Mm -hmm. where Brody is. I don't know how close he is. Maybe he's getting further away. I have no fucking clue. I also
2: don't know how they got this far from each other. Because as soon as he finds out, oh, they're by the lighthouse or they're heading to the lighthouse, he starts heading that direction. And then the scene after that is they're there. So how much farther could they have gone in well, they, the, like, uh, three minutes that they went around and he showed up? Unless the tide is, like...
0: I don't know. I really don't know. And they've got to get to Cable Crossing, Ali. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> cable Junction. Design. Cable Junction, yeah. Fucking <laughs> like island called Cable Junction <laughs> as if we can't red flag at the end of the <laughs> movie enough with what we did earlier. Brody, though, by the way, he finds three of the kids, including his oldest son, and I was so bemused. I was like, wait, how did they... I was so confused how these kids like, I didn't even notice them get off mm. and go on their own little journey out to sea because they're completely separate. He finds them. And then this is when he finds that his youngest kid is I thought he knew his youngest kid was out, yeah, but well, apparently they, he
3: didn't. Well, they all leave. Yeah. When the older kid gets a, hurt in that first attack, like they send him back. It's like, surely you would take the smallest child. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I found that was all as well. Anyway.
0: And it's so strange that, yeah, Katie was then like, oh no, you remember when they left the house earlier? They hadn't seen their little kid, but they just presumed he was somewhere playing. So they told their housemaid or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, look after him. It's fucked up. Anyway, the teens are approaching this fabled cable junction and they start paddling with their hands. And then one of them's like, wait, there's a shark. And I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah. shark.
3: This is another thing, right? It's like, I feel like I'm starting to really rag on this now. But like, in the first one, like, <laughs> especially again, once you hit the hour, 60 minute, point and you head out to sea and everything's starting to turn into an adventure movie like once a shark attacks it's either on them constantly or at least you have the barrels that you constantly know where like it's a constant threat it's yes. always there mm-hmm. it's always there in the background even when they're getting drunk and singing the things you have that shot out in the middle of the night in the bar. like it's always just there in the background in this the shark just fucks off like it'll mm-hmm. it'll attack and then it just disappears and there's no threat and they get bored and like it's so bad at sort of keeping that imminent danger. Yep. It's really asking the audience a lot to kind of go, oh yeah, oh yeah, there's a big shark here. You know? Well, it,
1: the shark has to leave every time to speak to Mayor Larry and just be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't we have come up with a better plan? It's a coordinator? Couldn't I have just stuck to the beaches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got a plan. And he realizes
0: the precariously placed electric cables out here, right? Like, this <laughs> yeah, isn't really. Yeah, so their boat starts spinning. The cousin then freaks out, so one of the men tries to shake some sense into her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's like a Um, classic sort of outdated male mm, reaction to a screaming
3: woman. (laughs) Just Come on, woman! Shake her up! It's like, we'll we'll give Brody's wife a name in this one, but we will also have a hysterical shaking woman scene. (laughs)
4: Gotta
0: shake him. That's the only way. Brody then appears. He tries to rescue them. But the rubber shark attacks and bites the rope. So he decides the best thing to do is just to drive his boat directly into the rocks. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Which, by the way, because obviously this is all just polystyrene and shit, like, it looks it. Like, Cable Junction is the most, like, fake-looking weird little island that just is yeah. there. <laughs> it's so strange. So uh, he's now, like, crashed into the rock. I don't know if we've waited this long for him to turn up. Like you say, no tension build, no idea of geography, no way to really. like Still doesn't know there's a shark and just just drive straight into the fucking rocks. So he lowers this little hook thing. I don't even really understand what he's trying to do here. He's trying to like hook to pull them over. Yeah, so it's
1: like a tow kind of thing. So he wants to get it out to them, to hook to the boat, and then he can put the automatic towing mechanism on to pull them towards the rocks.
0: Right. Right which while they're doing that which they've already established by the way they're stuck on rocks Yep. so i don't yeah. thought that would work yeah and also it looks already pretty established that it's there. pretty
2: easy to pull them just with a rope
0: yeah anyway this is the plan um <laughs> but it's basically just so these hooks can catch on the massive cable and so then it can improbably be lifted like it's on the fucking set of hook or something like out of the water brucey then the cool shot is he just like rips through the canvas or the camera he's like hello just like comes like poking straight out everyone starts falling into the water they start swimming and screaming the cousin knows she just continues to scream because that's what she was hard to do <laughs> the shark just brushes by the blonde jesus lady so she starts bleeding as well
2: yeah i was trying to figure out because it's like they have rough skin i don't know and this is just a, a genuine question I don't know if that would or would not make you bleed.
0: I don't know. I think they're just like, we need some blood, but we don't want to kill people. Because again, like you were saying earlier, it's like, yeah, all these people, these should all fucking die. Nearly all of them make it to the rocks after a very easy little swim. while the shark is there. Cousin and little kid, though, they're still on the boat. So Brody, oh Jesus, Brody comes (laughs) up with a plan. He's going to get an inflatable raft. (laughs) I guess like stand in it, well, at one point he's suspended by the cable, like hanging onto the cable upside down like a fucking chimpanzee crawling, like Shia LaBeouf in Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. <laughs> and then in another point, he's like standing in the inflatable boat. It's very like weird how they cut between these two sort of ideas. I'm using inverted commas. And he goes like out into the water. I don't know what this cable... I don't quite understand. We never get a full wide of the setup with this cable, but whatever. And yeah, then it's just like we're suddenly in the end of the movie... <laughs> As the shark comes charging towards the boat, jaws are flapping in a rubbery way. (laughs) So Brody begins beating the cable, luring it over with that sound we heard about earlier. And this is the first time again that Brody's come face to face with the shark. So there's no vitriol. There's no earned redemption. There's no like pathos or like relationship. He's just like, oh yeah, there it is. And last time they had a cool line. They had to like smile, you son of a... Mm -hmm. So they're starting like, what can we do? Let's give him two. Let's give him open wide. And then say, they ah. Are.
4: Say,
0: ah. Uh. <laughs> fucking hell, I'd forgotten that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it really hurts. And, so, and you're looking at him as he's standing there holding this cable. His hope that the shark's going to jump out and bite the cable in front of his face. And then you're like, so you're going to push yourself. And I'm like, I want to see how you fucking shoot. Like, is mm-hmm. he going to be pushing himself off of the
3: cable backwards while standing on a rubber dinghy? You've got to think the shark's momentum is going to sort of at least scrape his face.
2: Yeah, and Brody's hands would have to still be on it as it begins to electrocute the
3: shark.
0: Mm. He's a bit of a hero.
2: Unless he were just to, like, fall to his back and let the shark land on him.
0: But this is the thing, he doesn't even need to be there. The lead is fucking hanging in the air if the shark is coming towards him all he has to do is get it to come towards him and yeah. jump towards that general area I think that, but it looks it like the cable is gone. It. but it
3: looks like it's gone down because it starts off high enough that he can sort of hang off it but then by the time the shark attacks <laughs> it's kind of in the water it's got tired i guess so i, I don't even know <laughs> i don't even know what i'm saying fucking weird
0: Anyway, it does bite the cable of course and he gets pushed backwards and we get a long long bunch of shots as the shark <laughs> in hilarious manner sets on fire <laughs>
3: fire through the Makes smoke through the eyeballs pretty sweet yep. though like that's stuck with me since a kid it's fucking
0: insane like this is just insane and the amount of shots they have of this is great this by the way is the main scene that's still there from the very first director he shot all of this stuff
1: <laughs> this whole end sequence or just this like-
0: whole the biting section i don't know how right. much of it around it but this final sort of moment right this was- the first thing shot for the movie pretty much and he did it
3: hang on so the first thing they did for the movie was set the shark on fire yeah well they had Struck. three sharks
0: yeah. so i mean this must have been a special fire shark or something mm. i don't know
1: I don't know. there'll be no power in amity tonight
0: nope. <laughs> looks fucking insane it really does brody then paddles over to them looking like a maniac and then he gets his kid and then everyone's smiling everyone, we had a good time
1: everyone have a good time yeah. cool <laughs> let's go get those beers that my dad left at the lighthouse <laughs>
3: But that's a good point, actually, Al. Like, Brody looking like a maniac. Here's a question for everybody. Is Brody a maniac? <laughs> is, like, is he a maniac? Like, I given mean, they movie? make him
2: out to be in this movie, but that's yeah. what's most confusing is I feel yeah. like everybody should be at that level.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like what, Tom, you had been saying earlier about it's sort of always potentially dipping into this this area of his PTSD. Mm. And that would have been so cool to explore. Like, just to be, get to that point where it's like, yeah, he is gone. Like, yeah, that f- experience it. from the first one, <laughs> yeah, he, blown, he, he has lost it.
0: Do you know what I mean? And yet vindicated by descending. ending. That's the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's not going to get better. Like, if we continue with Brody, <laughs> he's, he's on a fucking... Like,
2: he he's is not living on an island anymore.
3: He basically turns into Quint in the... <laughs> oh, oh <no>, that would be <laughs> amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah
2: maybe uh, in Jaws amazing.
3: 3
0: yeah yeah if they ever do a Jaws reboot yeah get him in to play Quint basically mm-hmm. I mean that's the end of the film then they're just out with everyone laughing and smiling and like yeah that's was good wasn't it yeah <laughs> okay. another day Fuck I mean I've felt like they're laughing at the end of the first one but it's like out of this exasperation they've been through so much mm. it's like giving over to an emotion and this yeah. one's like cool yeah like, like Alex said like beers now <laughs> like you know what's <laughs> You got any more teenage women I can wolf whistle at? Like it's just yeah. fucking, and everyone's still alive. Basically, everyone's no still one's alive. dead
3: from this. Yeah, game. how many how many chomps is that, Alex? How many many chumps. So had? we we had seven. Is that more? What was four the first men,
1: one? three women? I think the first one. Let me just double check my notes. I think it was only five.
0: So yeah, this ended up being the most expensive film that Universal had ever produced. They didn't do a budget for it because they knew that they wouldn't make it. <laughs> 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 that Universal would make it. So the producers didn't tell really how expensive how it was going to be. How
3: responsible.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: first one but five. you know, it did well. It made a lot of money, not as much as the first one, surprise, but still, surprise. it did very well.
3: At this point, actually, Al, as yes. a master of knowledge, given that Jaws kick-started the summer blockbuster, you know, and had made all this money, how many sequels of this type were there at this point? Like, you're following up this big summer blockbuster with it. Like, was this the first big sequel that was ever
1: Ned, like- I mean, Tom, if you listen to my list at the beginning, you'll see that the return of the Pig Panther. Was- <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah, it's funny you say it because I did read a thing and I, fuck, I've forgotten what it was. They make, the producers made a point of saying there weren't really sequels at that point. There was one other series. of oh, yeah, they don't mention the Pink Panther. There was one other <laughs> series that was going, I've forgotten what it was now. But I can say that Jules two is the very first sequel ever made with the number two rather than the Roman Uriel right. numeral mm. two
3: but it's just in the sense that one of the things i was thinking about throughout this because for everything we sort of slag off with this movie like it's fairly competently made like it's not like what you'd think of a lot of horror sequels and that's just okay quick throw some money at this get it out quickly to capitalize like it does feel like they're trying to make a competent film you know
2: does that make it worse or better though
3: (laughs) yeah exactly let's get into it then what are our
0: final feelings before we tease (laughs) next week's tom you're already on it so tell us
3: I mean that's the thing like it it is it's competently made it's just a bit dull there's not enough movie there to maintain sort of two hours that's sort of entertaining and engaging it's hard not to watch it in terms of like horror sequels because it's not really bloody enough or gory enough or over the top enough to really sort of fit into that sort of classic horror thing and like that's not necessarily a bad thing and it's hard to not compare to the first one which had a real charm and adventure and excitement. And this kind of has none of that. It's well-made. Roy Scheider elevates it because he is, he's good, you know, and he adds that kind of gravitas, but he doesn't really have anything to, anything to do. He's got nobody to bounce off. And when the first one is this about this relationship between these three men, this has nothing. Like he's got a relationship with nobody. He's got nobody to talk to. You could almost make a good movie out of that in terms of like, here's this guy who's suffering this lonely PTSD. And, like, he's sort of losing it, but it doesn't really even ever go into that. And it doesn't go into that interesting territory. Meanwhile, you've got the mayor, who's the bad guy game with this other guy, but there's never any resolve to that. Like, they just disappear halfway through the movie. Like, you don't even get, like, Brody's redemption at the end. There's no scene of him going back, going like, ah I told you, like, it was a fucking shark again, you fuckers didn't believe me. There's none of that. There's no payoff. So then you're left with this just kind of basic, classic horror slasher, about these kids but then we haven't spent enough time with them they're just these kind of boring placeholders and so it kind of just falls in the middle somewhere I don't know there's some decent jump scares the scene with the explosion and the jet skis was amazing it's so batshit and bizarre that kind of made the movie for me but other than that it never really maintains any kind of tension or scares or fear yeah and my last note was it's, <laughs> it's ironic that a film about a shark really lacks any forward momentum that was, that was that very was good. Lying. Very good. That time. was my summary note. Yeah.
0: I just now I'm obsessed with this idea of having an end credits with Brody just being like, ah, just like walking around the town. <laughs> do he's you know what I mean? Like, oh, like was
3: fucking right. The, the mafia guy disappears. The mayor. like, there's no. Yeah. Here's Brody. He's a psycho. He's nuts. He's losing it. Nobody was right, and we only find out he's right in the last or 15 minutes of the movie. You know, like. Anyway.
0: Yep. Allie.
2: Yeah, this movie is very strange coming off of the first one, which Al, you had mentioned to me that it's, before I watched it, that this second movie was pretty much beat by beat the first movie, just with less, (laughs) a little less production, a little less pizzazz, And so I was expecting like to the extent of Piranha, the first Piranha, the second Piranha, where it's literally storyline, everything's the same. So I guess I was pleased that it was a little different in that respect. But yeah, I'm missing Hooper. I'm missing Mm, relationships in general. There's nobody that we actually want to see collaborate on this problem with. It makes perfect sense that there were these two ideas that were butting heads because there are so many teenagers that it feels like they should be the main characters in the movie, but you're never actually introduced to them. So then this other side of the adults coming back in, Confuses that, that they're actually the main characters who you should be caring about. At which point, why are there so many teenagers who are just here to confuse us? <laughs> the writing is nowhere near as like I know in the last episode, we spoke a lot about how Jaws is a great movie. And on second watch, I know Alex and I, I think both of you too commented on how good the dialogue is and how much you notice that as you rewatch it it's astounding to me that it's the same writers (laughs) it's I mean apart from the storyline being so much worse than the first one the dialogue I highlighted this example a lot of the time it feels like two characters aren't even having the same conversation It's bizarre (laughs) like when what's his face Hendrix the other the now chief is out with a sailor investigating the boat explosion I mean, on top of the sailor complaining that it's cold. like I don't, Is this his first day on the job? Like he's a sailor, I assume he knows it's cold out there. Hendrix is sitting there saying, we don't see any people, let's just go in. So he's just assuming, oh no, this boat just exploded on its own. We don't need to investigate to see if there's bodies or proof of any life that was here. And then on top of that, when they, when they find the power line the sailor says, it's a power line. We don't want a power outage on this whole island. And then Hendrick says, let's get out of here before we find something. And it's just like, it sounds like they're not talking to each other. Like, I don't know who they were talking to. It sounds like we're missing lines.
0: It's so weird. Let's get out of here before we find something. That's
2: amazing. It's bizarre. I think my biggest disappointment is that I'm just really missing the camaraderie that mm. our three leads have in the first one it doesn't make any sense that Brody's the only one who's paranoid about Mm. a shark situation happening again in this tiny town that would certainly be scarred by what happened in the first movie. So, yeah, kind of disappointing. Pretty weird.
3: There's never any scene with even Brody and his wife. At no point there's a scene where Brody, like, even confides in his wife about his concerns. There's no
2: relationship building.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: strange. Captain Chad.
1: Yeah, so... I used to you know when you would have conversations with people about here's a blockbuster film the first one in the franchise like what franchises had really good follow-ups and I would always hold this up as an example and I feel like I have to contact all those people
4: because
1: <laughs> <laughs> <track my> <laughs> I mean I think growing up I had probably seen this more than the first film and it was interesting to just revisit it with the fine tooth comb right off the back of Jaws and it was always going to be an impossible task to follow that movie and then also follow it with the new director at the helm and it's really interesting hearing all that background that you told us about out because it does feel like two or three different directions or ideas of what this film was going to be and they're trying to navigate in a way where they make them all work. Like, yeah, is it Brody's story? Are we revisiting his trauma? Is it a teen slasher film? And watching it this time, it was just like, fuck, just commit to one of them mm. and let me embrace one idea. I mean, you know, if it was going to be the teen idea, like I, I can't help but think, imagine if they had brought Spielberg back in and they were like, okay, we want it to be focused on the kids. Mm. I feel like he would have narrowed it down a bit more as far as like how many kids... But we would have been with them Like it would have been their story And I think he would have handled it in a way mm. That would have still With that finesse of creating the tension And maybe still appealing to Universal's thing Of like make it more family oriented But I think he still would have it Could have been something much more finessed and interesting and I, And that's what I feel with this film There's very little finesse to it Because it's just sort of like a jumble of Of strong ideas But that don't pair together and so you kind of got this film where you're not feeling like you're committing to any one character or tone. And, and that sort of makes it a bit hard to watch and makes it sort of feel just flat and a little bit boring at times. In saying that, you know, I think, like you said, Tom, they're, they're trying. And, and I mm. think it, they've given it a decent go. And I think there's some really cool set pieces that are just... That are fun the the water skiing bit i love i just love the when we see the finn tracking her mm. and, and following her and and the fucking explosion with the burnt woman is yeah it's fucking batshit crazy it's like it's nuts but it's like cool whatever like go big and crazy but yeah for it just for me it's that frustration of not falling into one thing or the other The other thing I was going to say, whilst having these two differing kind of ideas that it's sort of floating with, at the same time, it's trying to follow the beats of the first one. So it's like this additional layer on top of like, we don't know if we're going to stick with this idea or we're going to go with teen slasher idea, but the way we're going to work around that is we're going to put it over the template of the first film. So that makes it really difficult because then it doesn't earn any of those beats like the first one. I agree with Ali. It misses the dynamism of Hooper and Quint. Like that was such an interesting dynamic. I mean, first of all, Hooper like gives the film energy from when you're having like contemplative Brody and him kind of struggling with his fears and stuff. You had Hooper's energy to propel things forward and to give it that sense of momentum and and urgency and logic. And then you had Quint contrasting those two with his sort of history and that kind of unraveling. And and yeah, you miss all those dynamics here. Because there's just, there isn't a commitment to one thing or the other. So, that's where I really struggle with it. So, I definitely hold it <laughs> not as high as I used to. <laughs> it's decent. It's decent. That's all mm. I can really say about the film. It's, it's
3: decent. Dumbing with free prayers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Decent. yeah. Decent. Decent. <laughs> because also, I respect the challenges of trying to follow the first yeah. film. I respect that that was always going to be really, really tough. And with that much planning, with that much pre-production, it's crazy that this is where yeah. they got to at the 18 end. 18 months. <laughs> it's crazy that this mm. is where they got to it, but they were still writing <laughs> it when they got to shoot. So, mm. yeah, it's a bit of a jumble, yeah. this one.
0: I mean, I think we're all on the same page. My thing that I've always say to people is I would prefer to see a bad fun film than a decent mediocre film. And that's my, like, A mediocre films for me are more offensive in a way because I've just, like... I'm getting nothing out of that experience and in my head yeah that's how I always think of Jaws 2 it's like okay it's basically Jaws 1 but duller and yeah there are a couple of highlights in there I was like surprised going back a couple of little moments which I'd sort of forgotten about that I enjoy I do enjoy him approaching the sea I do enjoy the fucking stupidity of the explosive motorboat <laughs> just that woman freaking out and doing it it's just like so funny <laughs> And you can laugh at certain bits towards the end when he just drives his boat into the rocks and yeah, holding the electrical <laughs> wire up. I mean, the shark blowing and like getting frazzled at the end is hilarious. Like it's so ridiculous. Oh,
1: and I mean, who can forget the shark attacking a helicopter?
0: Oh,
2: I want to see that deleted sp- scene.
0: <laughs> I wish I can't believe they cut it out. It's so short and it looks fine. Like it certainly doesn't look more rubbery than anything else. <laughs> But it's just so forgettable. Like this movie is just so like you're all saying, yeah. it's just like we're not focusing on anything. That it, There's so many ideas it could work and none of them are working and it's just way too fucking long. Mm-hmm. It's two hours long. Yeah. I'm like, this is half an hour too long. You needed to just focus. So it's like, yeah, like you're saying, it's not terrible. We've definitely covered much, much worse films for sure. Yeah. But it's also just like many of those much worse films I would much rather watch again than this. I just find this so boring that I don't, Really want to go back to it again. We will see with the memory that I have of the next two films of if they fall more into that category of like they're gonna get so bad, shit, stupid, and bad that I'm gonna have more of a good time with them. Essentially. By the way, neither of you mentioned anything because I don't know how much Allie knows about three and four. If you don't, because Katie said to me last night she'd never seen three or four. She doesn't know anything about them. And I was like, right, strap yourself in, you. Allie. I'm not gonna tell you <laughs> anything about them at all. so Allie's already to see revealed anything.
2: a title, but no oh, more. Oh yeah, for the last one, yeah, that's all I'll say.
0: But who's Revenge? We don't know. Yes. So try not to see anything about it if you don't know Ali because it's it's going to be fun. So I do like to tease. So I will tease but without revealing anything. Please do again, subscribe and rate us and do all of those nice things. It's appreciated. I'm Mr. Al White on all the social medias, also on the Xbox, also on the PlayStation and my Switch code is up there on the
3: Twitters somewhere. Alex, what about you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexander
3: Chard. Tom Haas. I'm on all the things under at down in autumn which i feel like i need to like say that in an american accent every time because nobody's gonna know what i'm saying but whatever down in full yeah. that's what you mean tom
0: yeah. ali
2: i am on instagram as ali sue
3: sue you are, you are.
1: <laughs>
2: that's it
0: also tom just because you're never gonna do it I'm going to say actually last night was it last night I texted you or was it night before I Was your nights are my night mornings
3: homework. also who's to
0: say <laughs> who is to say you had a new album out called back to the start which is I from did. Band down in the yeah. and it's really fucking lovely oh, I just man. re-listened to it the other day so people should go that's check very that nice out who to say. next week we're talking about yours 3d that's right very exciting I can tell you a few little tasters about it number one is in the synopsis here they call it a
3: 35 foot shark so we're getting about ten that foot. That is bigger.
2: a baby megalodon.
3: What was the the first one? Was it's like twenty footer? 20, 20, 20, 25
1: yeah. <laughs> Tell you this 25. is this is Mama Shark. Uh, My sister was right. Is...
3: Thirty
0: five. I could tell you it's directed by someone who had never previously directed a movie and never ever would again afterwards.
1: Great. <laughs> <laughs> I could
0: tell you it's got Dennis Quaid in it. Yeah. The Quaidster.
1: I like Dennis the good Quaid. Quaid.
0: And again, I'm not going to do any plot points because I want to leave those for Ali to discover on her own. But I will say some of the things on the poster, <laughs> I think they were clearly concerned that people were going to misunderstand because these are the first films really doing 3D in the title, like Friday the 13th, part three, 3D and all that stuff. They were concerned that you would think it was just Jaws restored to 3D, I think, because twice on the poster, it reassures you, all new, all new.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, a, I didn't realize the gap between them was that big.
0: Yeah. It's a bunch of years. It's what, like five, six years or something? Yeah. Five years. Yeah. And of course the tagline is the third dimension oh is dear. terror. Oh dear. <laughs> Isn't it always? Oh, Strapped uh, life. Th- My projector here is three D and I do have some three D glasses no and way. the Blu-ray I've got does do three D, so I'm gonna nice. see I'm gonna see if I can watch it in three D. Do you know, do know what? Like, I don't know. That
3: tagline, the third dimension is, what is the third dimension is fear. It's terror. It's terror. That's such a good tagline for like an 80s 3D movie. Like I would never in a million years have guessed that's wasted on Jaws 3D. You know, like in, a, mean, in a movie trivia quiz or whatever. I you would.
1: mean wasted in a great way, right? We'll, <laughs> we'll like, see. We'll uh, see. We'll see, Tom. You fucking calm
0: yeah, okay, down.
4: Okay, okay,
0: we should point out that Jaws 2, the most famous thing about Jaws 2 is the tagline. Like just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Oh, yeah. like that was the biggest thing about Jaws 2. Yeah.
1: That is a great tagline, actually. It is a just,
3: good time. just when you thought it was safe, there's bad, a, big, don't electrical, don't to a big electrical wire, it's going like, to just, yeah. just yeah. stay away from, what was it, electrical It should jungle. have
1: been just when you thought it was safe to drink beer at a lighthouse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you all for joining me, appreciate it. We'll be back next Friday to talk about Jaws 3D. Until then.
1: Just when you thought it was safe. Just when you thought a shark had one penis. <laughs>
0: to fool around with we're out geeks geeks